Davis, a top 10 writer in North America, will be live to talk to us about his journeys in the business. Dylan Davis, Dylan, 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 Dylan Davis. It is now 7 p.m. in the beautiful Caribbean island of Barbados. Welcome to Journeys the Talk Show. We are now streaming live on Wednesday, September 21st, 2022. It's a talk show. Welcome to Journeys the Talk Show. Journeys helps to record the history of local and international jockeys, trainers, grooms, and horsemen who work throughout Barbados, the United States of America, Canada, the UK, and in countries from all over the world. Our weekly talk show Journeys is proudly sponsored by mpequine.com, McKee Pownell Equine Services and Veterinary Care. Journeys is also sponsored by the Barbados Turf Club, Horse Racing at the Garrison Savannah, and the Barbados Tourism Marketing Inc., who is inviting all of our listeners to come and visit Barbados. <music> This is our 10th episode of Season 2 of Journeys, the live talk show. Today on the show, we are excited to introduce our special guest, Dylan Davis, who is one of the current top 10 leading jockeys in North America for 2022. After speaking live with top jockey Dylan Davis from the United States, we invite you to listen in and join us under the mahogany tree at the Garrison Savannah Racetrack in Barbados. Let me now introduce to you our hosts, 
Sean Hall coming to you live from the Caribbean island of Barbados. Co-hosted by Leroy Trotman, streaming to you live from Toronto, Canada. And I'm Brett Callahan coming to you live from the island of Barbados. Welcome, guys. What's going on? All right. Yeah. Welcome to Tyler. Tyler. What's going on? The first on, time you're on, brother. Congrats. It's great to see you in the square circle. Square circle. That is a square as <laughs> a circle. Anyhow, I can't hear you. you. Are you mute? Are you mute, Sean? No, I'm, I'm not. good. I'm I'm good, Leroy. I'm good. Tyler too. is having a little Tyler, technical Tyler, difficulties. Tyler, you Why? mute, Tyler. Yeah. It now showing you're muted, Tyler. You're muted. Unmute. Hi, Tyler. Can yeah, you hear I, us? I got you now. Yeah, yeah. We're good. Yes. We're good. Before we go any further, right? I want to have a little discussion with Sean. They talk about hot weather last week, and I mentioned to him, don't mention this hot weather. Tomorrow's supposed to be cold, Sean. Yeah, man. You, know what I mean? <laughs> you you, you gotta stop this. You gotta stop coming on this show with your nonsense sometimes, eh? Um, just bring the hot weather. To, talking about hot weather, and now we're getting cold weather tomorrow. Well, that's that's the tough part of living in Canada, sir. Leroy. Well, it's not. It's tomorrow. Supposed to be. I think fourteen or something. Supposed oh, to be. Oh, Leroy. Leroy, you gotta go with what I go with. Thank God for all hip. That's all. <laughs> Otherwise, we all be we all be down south. <laughs> well, all I can say, sir, is that you know you're still in Canada, which you know, I'm good thing because you're doing a great job there for all of us. Okay. But yeah, goes the territory cold weather goes the territory. I I wouldn't be surprised if. Everyone starts snowing by Sean. Sean, really, you're really pissing me off, Sean. You don't need to do that, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. You know, I piss off Leroy. I can tell you that. No, I can piss him off as much as I can because I know there's a lot of ocean between us. <laughs> <laughs> but I like how everybody got a nice journey shirt, and I just got a Barbetta shirt. What's yes, up sir, with that, guys? I, I think. Oh, yeah. that and Leroy got a nice, pretty blue hat too, boy. Gage oh, and colors. Oh, Leroy, I should have brought my hat, Leroy. I should have brought my hat. Yeah, oh, man. I thought you would. I give it to you this morning, hoping that you put it on, but I, I, I could get it. Well, <laughs> go get it, man. I'm back. Excuse yourself. Yeah, Let's excuse just, yourself. Let me just, you know, make make well, you. I, I think. Why don't we, since he's gone, uh huh. Why don't we go ahead and. Do the other stuff you're supposed to do. Okay. All right. Well, we want to thank all of our sponsors, the yes. Barbados Turf Club, horse racing at the Garrison Savannah, where you can now wager online at www.barbadasturfclub.org. We also want to give a great shout out to the Barbados Tourism Marketing Inc. Um, mm -hmm. You saw that lovely video inviting all of our listeners and That's right. all of those watching us. Hey, we're in Barbados, Sean. I, I want 32 Celsius today. And I can't believe that Mr. Leroy so he's so upset. <laughs> but we want to also shout mouth. out to our sponsors, McKee Pownell Equine Services. Yes. And they've been with us from the beginning and we hear some great things. How are things going with them, Leroy? I I heard Barney's down at the racetrack. 
working yeah. on some horses. Yes, yes. And she's, from what I see, the message that she's sending, it seems as though she's going to be entering into a big barn soon, too. Yeah. So, oh, excellent. Yeah. So that's we'll, great. We'll see how things go. We continue to, you know, hope for the best for our sponsors. And, yeah. you know what I mean? Hope to see the results and, and so on. So yeah. it's excellent. Another great thing. That's what well, this show does. This this show does great things. Yes, it does. You know Correct. what I mean? And it bring up and it bring up the, the best in people. So Correct. that's what we're all about. So let's continue doing that. Share that's all we can do, sir. That's all okay. we could do. That's it. Yeah. Well, our sponsors, McKee Pownell Equine Services, can be found at mpequine.com. They have a wealth of videos on their YouTube channel showcasing how they look after our equine athletes. And something that's very new and exciting, Sean, Leroy. Yes. Um, yeah. Mike is sent us a video about this stand-up MRI I mean, for racehorses. Like, well, I left Canada about 10 years ago, and I never heard of anything like that. So this got to be new technology. Well, it's all about and, getting bigger and better, right? Yes. And they're present, they have it, you know what I mean, which is great. I don't know how much other people have that technology already. but so mm. I mean, Well, their technology is available at for all of the horses from Woodbine Racetrack and all Correct. those horses, even equine and dressage horses yes. that are in the greater city of Toronto and the Ontario area, they can yes. get um, checked out by mpequine.com. Well, like yes. I say, right? We, we only look for the best, right? And the best only thing the best. Out the best. So we, we you know what I mean? people surrounded us at yes. all times. So we're excited. So, Brett, you have a, a video or something to show us on this new... Uh, yeah, Mike. Mike Sanders' great video um, where he talks about the stand-up MRI machine. Let's take a look at it. Hi, I'm Mike Connell of McKee Connell Equine Services. For a long time, MRI has been the gold standard of imaging for human patients. Equine standing MRI gives us the same diagnostic capabilities in a safe, quick, and convenient manner. It allows us to assess injuries of the bone and soft tissue beyond what x-rays or ultrasound can provide. It has proven to be diagnostic in over 90% of the cases. One of the reasons why we like the standing MRI is that it is a lot less hassle than general anesthesia and a lot more safe. We find using the standing MRI in the following circumstances to be the most helpful. For example, when you have a long-term lameness, you keep on trying this treatment or that treatment, stall rest, doing this or doing that, and nothing seems to be better. The Hallmark MRI gives us a definitive answer, allowing us to have a better prognosis and to give us a better plan for treatment so your money is spent wisely. We also like it in racehorses and training to help us identify bone fractures before they happen that come as a cause of repetitive stress and from training. You can get more information at our website, mckeepownall.ca, or by contacting one of our locations. Wow. You love that setup, wow. Mark? I mean, technology, great, Sean. Technology, Sean. Technology, technology. man. I, I, hope, I hope our people at Woodbine are watching, man, because this is something that um, if I was there, I'd be using. Of course, of course. We're trying to make these make it more safer. Yeah. And, you see early. Yeah. So we know that we're taking care of our animals in the right way. And these well, guys. These I'm guys, a guy who has had, I've been in the MIR machines a few times in my life, so I I know it's it does great job for you know finding your injuries quickly and that kind of stuff. So 
Why not do it for your horse, man? Well, now welcoming back to our show, Tyler Gaske. Oh, look at that. Oh, there's our supermodel. Supermodel. Blue, yellow, black, like and blue, pose, man. man. Like a pose. Do it Tyler. Shirt too. Hey. Oh, oh, man. Oh, <laughs> Can't beat that. Uh, see, no, Brett, no. the squeaky wheel gets the grease, baby. I hear you, man. <laughs> Well, Tyler, this. welcome to our show. Yeah, um, on behalf of Sean and Leroy, we invite you as a co-host tonight. And um, if Leroy and Sean, you have nothing else to say, I would say let's take it away, Tyler. All right, we got uh, on the show, as you saw, we have Dylan Davis, otherwise known as Dilly Dilly to some people, but uh, top 10 rider in the States. Great guy, a lot of fun. And I uh, was fortunate enough to... I'm fortunate enough to look after him in Canada as a valet when he comes up here to win some uh, grade one. Grade one, greater races, it is. Yeah, it's nice. Whoa. Good no guy. Well, one. here's Dylan Davis. All right. Dilly, Dilly. Hello, hello. Dilly, Dilly. How are you? <laughs> What's going on? Very good. Thanks for having me. But it's great, man. Thanks, uh, thanks for being here with us. Thanks for being here. Thank you. Thank you. Listen, we had Mark Cassie on a, a few weeks ago, and he said so much great things about you. And Tyler said he, he could get us the hookup. <laughs> of course, he came through. But when when guys like Mark Casting say so much good things about guys, you know, we, we, we want to know these guys, man. So how's it working with Mark Cassie so far? Okay, but before we jump Mark Sean into to, to the Mark Cassie situation and mm -hmm. get into the horses call, once we get rolling into this horse thing. There's a lot to talk about, but this guy did something before he got into the horse, the horses. What's that? What's at, that? Nine, at nine years old, Sean, this guy was on a motor. He was on a motocross. He was a wow. bit of a he was a bit of a daredevil, and he continued into that daredevilness onto the horses. But I wow. want to hear a little bit about oh, yeah. his daredevilness at nine years old, sitting on his first bike. <laughs> so, and, and and it was a what a CR eighty five or something like that. You know, explain a little uh, bit about those things to us. Sure. I, I started with a CRF 70. It was a trail bike. Uh, and I already knew how to ride a bicycle and everything already. And at that point, I just knew I loved, I loved uh, the race bikes and uh, I wanted to continue to do that. So wow. did you come did, so did you compete in it and like do all the jumps and stuff or were you racing? Oh yeah. So uh, when dad retired from racing, we moved up to Saratoga and uh, I'm a, uh, family of six kids and I'm the youngest. We have three brothers and three sisters. And when we got up there, we didn't have much to do. There's a lot of land and, and not no city life. So he came, he came home with three bikes and he gave one of us, one of each of us, the brothers, a dirt bike of our own. And after that I was hooked. So I continued riding with the play bike and, and messing around with it. And, um, my father, dad used to, he used to race them. So, he was uh, pretty interested uh, for it for me uh, that I wanted to race bikes. So once I hit maybe 12 or 13 years old, I was I was given the CR85 race bike and I loved every part of it. It was so much faster than the play bikes and, and I was able to do so much more with it, jumps and turns and just go faster, which I love. What, what's the wildest trick you can do? Or could do. <laughs> <laughs> I I ended up doing a no hander off a jump and landing it. Uh, oh, wow. I maybe I maybe only done it once, and I said that's it. I'm not gonna do that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but what, what I want to ask you: so any broken bones from it? 
No, I was very wow. lucky. I've had a lot of falls and, and some funny stories, but no broken bones. I was so lucky. Man of Steel. He's a man of steel. <laughs> so, so out of the three brothers, who became the, 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 the you know, who, who had the bragging rights and riding those bikes? No, I did for sure. They, <laughs> they, they had they had the faster bikes at the beginning, but I had them beat like within a year or two for sure. Uh, I, think, I think your dad had a little side a little side idea there. Let's get you hooked to the speed, and then say, "Son, yeah. you want to try horse racing?" Uh, yeah, it's like he kind of set me up. Yeah, he did. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. but that so do. When your news, when your news, because in your 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 dirt bike trails and stuff like that, you're racing, you're learning to maneuver and stuff like that on those bikes. And you mean the power of the bikes and everything, and you know when to give it that and when not to, and all sort of all what we're saying in horse racing, it's just like riding a horse, or you just got uh, a little more power with a bike, you can control that part the way you want to compared to the horse, right? But sure, yeah, person. So, I mean, I think the main difference is, is that the, you have a horse that has a mind of its own and the dirt bike, which doesn't. You have all full control of the bike. Yeah. Uh, sometimes you don't have control of your horse that you're working with and you have to work with them. So I'm um, pretty a lot of similarities, no jumps. I mean, I'm sticking to the flats now, but uh, getting in tight, coming out of the gate and, and trying to pass riders and and all those other things are pretty similar to horse racing. Well, that's cool. Yeah, I never thought of that. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So, okay. So, so you did the dirt bike thing. And then, so what made you progress from there to horse racing? Uh, so I, I had an interest for horses, but I never really uh, uh, thought about becoming a jockey. I just was being a kid and, and riding my bikes and, and hanging out with my friends and just enjoying being a kid and going through high schools. And there was a point where I was – towards my senior year and everyone was deciding where they wanted to go to college and what they wanted to do in their lives. And, and, uh, I thought I wanted to become a professional motocross racer and, uh, I needed a bigger bike at the time. And dad said, no, he said he didn't want me to get a bigger bike, which means bigger jumps and going faster. He dad broke bones when he was racing. So he just didn't see me doing that. So, uh, I, I then I had to decide what I wanted to do with my life, and uh, he uh, it was pretty much right in front of me. Uh, it was my father was racing. I said, "Let me give it a shot and get on some horses." And Dad also said the same. He said, "Just uh, I got a pony in the back. Put I got some old pair of pants and put those on. I put the race saddle on my pony, and just take a couple turns around in the paddock and and see what you think." And <laughs> I remember I, I, I remember uh, I knew how to jog and all that stuff, but when I took that first turn with the, with my with the pony, I was leaning on the side of the horse and <laughs> like I was racing the bikes, you know, you're trying to lean and okay. do other things. And no, he's like, no, no, don't, you don't lean, don't lean. You just the horse will turn. You just stay with the horse. You don't have to help the horse turn. And he started laughing. After that, it was I was hooked for sure. Uh, so the resemblance of riding a bike, you you were using it to ride the horse. <laughs> well, that's all I, I that's all I knew how to do. I was racing bikes every day or or every weekend, and I was racing during the summer. So I was I was pretty much living on that thing. Wow, super! So yeah. that's that's the end of the that's the end of the bike era there. So any more bikes still until you still although you're race riding, do you still go for a little cruise here and there? Oh yeah, every summer I have it at my dad's place. Uh, I actually got it tuned up and it's nice. I love that bike. 
uh, I actually, I get my, my, I have two kids and I let them ride it with me. Uh, my younger, my younger one, my daughter loves it a lot more than my, my son. She just can't, she does, she cries it when I have to take her off of it. Yeah. Um, but, but your son's heading to the PGA anyway, so he don't need <laughs> it, right? Oh yeah. My, my son loves playing golf. His so son I, can I, hit I a golf ball. Like for, yeah. Wow. So for a youngster, his son can hit a ball now. Like, oh yeah. He's all right. That's the beauty of Facebook. You get to see these things. <laughs> <laughs> People love it, so I keep posting. I yeah, post it's all fun the time. to see a little man doing stuff like that, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so there's six of you. You're the youngest of six. So now you got your son playing golf and your daughters with the bikes. Now your father said he's one of the top stallions for producing jockeys <laughs> in in North America. That's what he said. <laughs> so now what do you what do you try to produce a, a Tiger Woods or and a, and a, um, the motocross and the, over the girl? Uh so I'm just doing like my my dad did uh he uh let us do what we wanted to do and what we were happy with. Uh he like I was saying before, he never forced uh, for me to become a jockey. Uh, he wanted us to be, wanted to, wanted us for us to be our decision, and uh, and wanted to do what we wanted to do, like as being as being happy. So uh, I wanted to try it out, and I really liked it. It stuck to me. Wow. So since we're on the topic of your dad, I mean, great rider, won some nice races. You know what I mean? What influence oh, yeah. did that have on you? Oh, huge. I mean, it's just like a one-on-one -on -one coach. You have it uh, 24-7. He was there 24-7. And I asked him I asked him a million questions uh, before before I started racing. And I was lucky enough that uh, he was able to breeze with me in company and be hand right there with me. And uh, just being able to know that I had 100% honesty in uh, the improvement of my riding. So yeah, I sometimes I would ask other riders, but sometimes I feel like they wouldn't give me the correct answer that I thought was what I was looking for or what they if they wanted to push me into the right direction because I mean, that's being in the competitive part of it. So I knew that I had dad there and I still do to give me 100% honesty on his thoughts. So, and that's saying that with dad, there was, again, six of you, two of the boys got too big they they they, they ate yeah. too much <laughs> pretty pretty they, much right they they stole Robbie, my dinner Robbie plate that's what i always say <laughs> Robbie and edmus what's edmund, the yeah. edmund edmund robbie those jr and, and edmund yep. yeah so those are the two that decided they want to eat the most food in the house and became the the i was on the other side of the table <laughs> <laughs> then you have jackie and you have kate right those are the writers that are with you and then your older sister what she does She's, uh, she's she's a mother of three and uh she lives in boston right now so no horses so. in her no, not at all she used she was doing photography when she was in school uh and a little bit after high school she did photography photography for the naira uh, circuit with adam uh but then after that she met her husband and uh she wanted to be a mother so she's taking care of the kids so no no horses so now well, she has a tough job because you know what taking it looking after kids is tough bro oh yeah <laughs> The full oh, yeah. <laughs> Very tough. 24-7. So yeah. I've read, I've read that you and the three of you guys, you're, you and the two sisters, end up in one race together. How many times have you guys ridden in the same race together? And to, for dad, to give dad the biggest heart attacks, you know, the best, <laughs> most pressure. You know, dad with three, three kids in one race, what can he do? 
you can't do much. Uh, just hope for the best. I mean, when we first started riding, he was a nervous wreck, but uh, I guess his time's gone. He sees the experience and uh, now that he, he's fairly comfortable. What What's the best smack talk you've given to your sisters out there? Oh, if I, if I finish, uh, I don't never, if I finish last, I, ne I never want to finish last when they're in the race. If, I want to finish third to last if they're, the other ones are in the race. So Dragon race, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I just never want to finish behind them no matter what. <laughs> That'd be fun, man. That'd be wild. Yeah. And what's the biggest scare? Because you seem, you guys seem a very, a very close unit because I was reading that, you know, there was a spill that happened with, with this two of you, right? Yeah. So um, I'm going to guess maybe like five or six years ago, we rode a race, all three of us, uh, Jackie and Katie and me. Uh, at aqueduct into the last race a rider ended up falling down in front of us and um i was the i think i was the second one to fall over that horse and then uh katie ended up falling behind me so it was three or spill and jackie was able to uh be, get out of the way and uh, everyone else but um that was a little crazy moment that i won't forget i i partially dislocated my left shoulder and uh, Katie was uh, luckily she didn't have anything wrong with her. But I heard that you guys had a good giggle on the way to the to the hospital about it. <laughs> <laughs> that's what that's what I read. I hear you guys had a good uh, giggle after all about yeah, it. Yeah, we just you know I just was I was running with my shoulder almost out, and uh, I ran to her, and I was just hoping that she was okay, and she was laying on the ground and stuff, and and. Uh, I was, she, she ended up being fine. She just got like the wind knocked out of her and stuff. And, mm. and uh, I forget exactly the words that were said, but that <laughs> I, the, the, the vet was, the, the, the doctor was telling me if you can move the shoulder. And I said, I don't think I can because that it was really hot. And he, and he said, just try And I lifted it up just a little bit and it just shifted back into place. And I was like, all right, I'm good now. Are you, how are you, Katie? <laughs> I'm ready to go. <laughs> And I heard that was at home stall walking. Oh, he, well, he, he didn't have any access to it. He just yeah. kind of wait and he can drive, but that's it. Wow. That'd be a scary thing. It's oh, be you got the kids. Michael, go. <laughs> oh, my son came walked into the bedroom now. That's okay. That's okay. He yeah. can be part of the show, yeah, too, man. That's okay. That's cool. that's okay. But then, you know, with that spill you guys had, yeah. I'm going back to you. Dad had a bad spill, too, which he lost a friend, and it was kind of his horse oh. that caused an accident and that put him away from the game for a while mentally i mean yeah nobody wants to go through that you know and yeah that's um i've talked to him about it a couple of times and they they have them the mike venezi award every year and uh i wasn't born at the time but i just feel like i'm so a part of that for dad uh every year that happens he he ended up taking a break from racing and had to go back home to uh idaho with his mother and the family and uh he had to just take a break about six months to a year then he ended up uh going to uh california for something new and he had, was had much success over there for about a year and then he just headed back home to new york and uh continued to race back but it did really take a big toll on him and uh how he raced and uh just the whole aspect of of riding wow that's got to be pretty yeah. tough. Man. It was a big mental toll for him. Yeah, it's got to be. 
mean, your dad went over 3,382 wins, too. I mean, he was up there with some of the best of them, right? You know, oh, he, of course. He, of he, course. Rode with, he rode with Cadero and all those guys. He rode with those guys, too, right? What a super Yeah, great. the Hall of Famers all across. Yeah, yeah. Of, yeah, there you go. And, I mean, he ended up – you guys kind of convinced him after a while to become a trainer, too? Uh, actually, when he retired, he uh, he was working on his property, clearing out some land and stuff, and he almost was he was finished with that, and he didn't have much. He didn't know what to do with his free time, so uh, he jumped back in uh, with training. Yeah, that's the good thing about the track, man. You can always hop right back in. <laughs> yeah, whichever. There's some <laughs> some part you can join in, right? Yeah, yeah, you can do something. Agent or something. anything, right? And one of the I noticed that he, he started about riding it a few years ago. Is that he's galloping? Oh yes, he's he's galloping his own horses. He's jogging, no, I, I galloping, and breezing. Nineteen, I actually have him recorded for like a race or two. But that might be wrong. Oh yeah, he did. He did uh, ride one or two races. You know, he got that jockey fever again. Just to yes. ride a couple <laughs> races since he was retired, just to get that that steam out of him. Yeah. <laughs> you get that you get that itch and then you starve all day and run last and go eh, i'm okay and that, I'm that, that, he, that it throws it back again yeah. <laughs> yeah. no i really yeah. thought it was because he wanted to write you guys a bit more I, I don't know i guess i saw it and i wondered why and you know you know explain yourself <laughs> sure yeah so yeah. one of the girls ended up winning dad's first race form as a, as a trainer uh, no, uh, that was Jackie's first winner at Saratoga. Uh, oh. Dad won a race before, okay. I think it, I think in like 2011 or 12 with Sandy in the Sun. Okay. And uh, But that was Jackie's first race this season uh, at Saratoga. So wow. it was nice to win with Dad. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Keep it in the family, man. Yeah. Keep it in the family. Michael, stay. <laughs> so Sean, before I cut you off there, you were talking a little bit about Marquez, and I'm sorry for the interruption, no, no, but no, I, wanted, I, no, I, I wanted to get into his uh, race, his, his motorcycle stuff before we jump into the horses, you uh, know? All I was saying is that when Marquez brings up a guy like him, you know what I mean, we got to talk to him. I mean, and I was wondering what kind of relationship you have with Mark right now. <clears throat> so uh, with, with Mark, uh, he's put a lot of trust into me uh not just regular riding but into the big races and the big fields and i really am blessed and honored that he's uh given me these opportunities to to ride because it's very difficult to to get into races like those just to begin with but not only does he does that he gives me an actual chance to win a race like that and uh you know i just really blessed to, to be able to ride a race like that and i'm getting the job done i mean we have a very big record and win record, win percentage, and and I'm just continuing to um, show everybody else that I can do it at this level. And I'm just, I just again, just really honored that he's, he's given me the time of day and 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 um, the recognition that, that I really need. Uh, it's just been a great. So is it, safe, is it safe to say then that he's the first trainer to really give you that break with good horses? Uh, yes, uh, uh, he has. There's been other trainers like Christophe Clement. He's mm -hmm. given me some other uh, big opportunities at the big stage. Uh, uh, it's hard to say for everybody, but those are the two uh, trainers right now for open company, like graded stakes levels that have given me some opportunity. 
because you, you came up here to Toronto and that's where you got your first grade one, right? With, with, yep, that was with, with Christoph, yes. With Christoph, yeah, yeah. Tell the, yeah. uh, tell the people watching, uh, the equipment you used that day and, <laughs> and why you had to use that equipment. And we talked about it earlier, but they didn't hear it. So let them know the story. <laughs> so, yeah, so we were scheduled to take a, a private plane. Uh, that, that morning I was, I was with, uh, Irad Ortiz and, uh, we, Ended up showing up at the airport, and uh, the people ended up taking our bags, and and we got on the plane, we and we landed, and uh, the pilot said, "Do you have? Did you guys uh, bring any luggage?" And I said, "Yeah, we brought some luggage." Uh, and he said, "Well, there's nothing on the plane," and we <laughs> we were, I was, I started getting hot, and I was stressing out. You know, I knew I had a shot to win the big one, and. Uh, I didn't really know what to do, and and Irad was really he was even worse than I was. He was he, <laughs> he was panicking too. I said, "Well, we're gonna have to figure something out." And they actually gave us an option to uh, have that plane go back and get our stuff, and and bring it back to wow. us. And it was gonna be pretty much the same price, and we didn't want to do that for those owners. So uh, we ended up going to the jock room. Thankfully. Woodbine jockeys, thank you, Woodbine jockeys, for <laughs> for giving us pieces of equipment. And uh, I had borrowed someone's helmet, someone's boots, and saddles, and fans. The mist. He was a he was a modge podge of, of yeah <laughs> of something that worked, and uh, it it worked. I mean, I win the big race, and and I I told the guys I jumped. I said, I'm just not going to bring any tack anymore. I'm just going to just go everyone's stuff. <laughs> <laughs> get it done yeah yeah well i actually got that, that same pitch i got on my wall with my son that's the same day he went that race so the yes, equipment yes, that he has on yes, wow yes. yeah uh, <laughs> this year you you won the the leader rider at, at belmont didn't you aqueduct yeah it feel nice though yeah oh definitely yes yeah. so i've been I've been sticking it out here in New York and, and trying to show, um, you know, I've been very successful. I was always in the top four or five mm -hmm. and, uh, to be able to finally be on top for this winter feels great because then it shows even more like the recognition that I need to push forward through Belmont and Saratoga. Uh, and then just again, showing these guys that I can do it. So I'm looking for another, uh, great winter this, this, uh, season coming. Oh, you see, you don't go to Gulfstream then when you rest down there. You, you stay in the cold, eh? Yeah, I stay. I'm a New York bred. <laughs> I was born <laughs> born and raised here. The cold doesn't bother me as much as these guys, so I feel like that's an advantage for me. Yes. Yeah. Sean, he loves winning races at Aqueduct. He's had two, <laughs> he's a two-time five five-day winner. Yes. I think a one-time six, right, Dylan? I mean, for yes. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I tied the record for uh, yeah. for most wins on a on a single day. At Aquila. Aquila. Yeah. yeah, he wow. loves going to Aquila. Aquila is, is his big. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I need, I need one more for yeah. <laughs> I was close. I rode the last race that day, and I was closing on the outside with a Tom mm. Morley horse. I swear to you, I came within three quarters of a length, half a length. Didn't get there. I nearly passed out, galloping out. I thought I wasn't going to make it back, and. Wow. I, I couldn't talk to anybody after that. Race. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Hey, that's a good day. That's a yeah, it was day. A, yeah, it's a great day. No, it's any, any, uh, 
any Breeders' Cup hopefuls for you this year? Uh, yes, they got. Uh, I just won recently this past Saturday at, at Monmouth Park uh, the Now 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 Stakes uh, with Web Slinger. Uh, beat a horse that will broke its uh, maiden and also ran uh, in the uh, in the Stakes Company. I think it was called the Skidmore for two year old sprints. Uh, he was ended up uh, stretching out long, and uh, that horse's name was Oxymore. But um, my horse ended up beating him uh, down the stretch. So that's uh they're looking to run that horse in uh, the the Breeders' Cup Juvenile going long. Oh nice! And so I'm excited for that. And then I also have another one for Cassie again called Bapio oh. Bapio in the same uh, same group. Two year old boys going long. It's gonna run uh, in the winning your in over at Keeneland and I think on the 9th, October 9th. So if that horse ends up winning or Runs all right. I'm gonna have to make a decision. Yeah, I was gonna say, <laughs> we're, we're not gonna play on the spot, but uh, wow. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's yeah. A, see, anyway, see, that's how it happens. Well, oh, you're getting the now you get two horses the other horse? the same spot. Yeah, I, I don't have many opp opportunities to ride Breeders Cup. I've ridden them, but yeah. not two in one race. <laughs> mm. Wow. So I mean, I guess it's a good problem to have. But every 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 just good problem. Every agent's problem, good problem to have, right? Yeah, well, yeah. who's the trainer for the other horse? Uh, Marcassi as well. Yeah. Both They're, both Marcassi? Marcassi? They're both Marcassi. Oh. oh, all right. Well, that's not so bad. You don't have to. That's not so bad, then. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he'll make the decision for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's not bad. No, it was another trainer. No, well. Little that's... feet. Yeah. Little feet. Michael, Michael, come on. Hold on, it's one second. Yeah. That's okay. You want to be part of the show? Bring him out. Yeah, nothing wrong with him being a part of the show. He doesn't want to go away. Yeah. Poor, little, poor little fella. That's okay, Sorry. Dale. That's okay. That's okay. Hey, he wants to be. He wants to be part of it. That's okay. We can give him five minutes and some. He's putting his feet in the camera. That's all right. That's all right. Cute little feet. That's all right. Nothing wrong with that, man. Nothing wrong with yeah. that at all. We can have a little fun with him too. So don't yeah, don't, don't worry. <laughs> this all is right. a fun. This is a fun show. So don't yeah, let okay. it be. Don't Not worry relaxed. Nothing to panic about. <laughs> I have one thing I can say, Dylan. If they ever remake the Karate Kid, you can play Johnny, bro. You look just like him. Yeah, you could be a, a Cobra Kai guy. <laughs> like, my, like my hair. Yeah, yeah. You can, like Listen, something has just been drawn to my attention. Is this a, a valid jockey thing? Both of you guys have pillows um, behind your backs? We What's work together, man. We work together. That's how we do things. That's, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> don't worry about it. Don't worry no, about I, it, I, how I we do it. Is, is this a part of the plan? Pillow no, I just thing. I just don't want my back to hurt. I don't know why you got me. Oh, we got the pillow, the pillow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Tyler gave me the idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's great. It's good, right? It's great. It worked nice, good, right? nice and comfortable. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah no, it's a little warm, but it's all right. I want to yeah. I want to pivot back a little bit. You were in Chris McCrane's writing school. I mean, can you speak on uh, the things that Chris has taught you and some of the things that you still use today? Yeah. So. uh when I was doing those little circles in the paddock, uh, I started working for dad because uh, he was training at, or he already started training at the time. I uh, started walking hots, grooming a little bit and uh, just jogging in the, in the, in the fields and stuff and doing just a little bit of mix. Uh, so after that, it was the winter. The winter was over. 
Oh, uh, sorry. Uh, yeah, the winter was over and I was, oh, sorry. Okay. So I was, it was a while. It's about like Don't worry, 10, 10 11 years ago. Don't so I did, I did that fall and uh, dad said, I think you should go to the Chris McCarran jockey school because uh, Jackie went to it before. Mm. And uh, I think you could benefit from that because I don't really have the time to really, you know, get that one-on-one -on -one that you need uh, because he's trained, he was training at the time. So uh, maybe you could get a little bit with that because uh, Chris, he didn't have enough horses for me to, to get enough experiences quick enough. So uh, Chris McCarron had uh, uh, rehab horses and aftercare program horses that he had w working with maybe like 15, 20 horses. Uh, so uh, when I went to there, I was 17 years old. Uh, I didn't know anybody. Uh, dad recommended me to go. So I went, I roommate with someone that I didn't know. I guess most people do that when they go to college, but uh, I needed him to sign for the apartment because I wasn't old enough. You have to be 18 to dig <laughs> an apartment. And uh, that school was, was uh, it was great. You worked, you worked very hard. You had to wake up and be at the barn five o'clock in the morning, every, every morning. Uh, you had to muck stalls. That was the first thing you did. You you took temperatures and you took care of your two horses. You had to groom. After that, uh, we had a saddle and get ready to get on our horses. We got on two horses almost every day. Uh, after we were done, uh, we had to uh, walk our horses and and uh, cool them out, graze them. Uh, once that was done, we had a little lunch break. Then once lunch was over, we uh, met up into uh, some classrooms. Uh, learned about the horse, uh, feed, training programs, even uh, the jockeys, uh, jockey riding styles, track styles, uh, pedigrees, you name it, we were learning almost everything. And then once we uh, had the classroom was done, we would head up the stairs and we would get on a workout. We had about four or five equisizers. We were working out with weights. We were doing balances. Uh, we were doing wall seats. We were competing with each other and who was uh, the strongest. And then we had all these little things that we, he, he made up a workout program every day that we were doing and, and we were busy. So he had no days off on the track. So he tried to make it the same as uh, the, the program that he had. How much guys were in your writing school? Uh, it was a small group. It was probably around uh, 12, 12 guys that wanted to be riders. Mm -hmm. And some of them quit. They just didn't want to do it. So it was wow. about maybe a week or two in and they had maybe about 25 and it went down really quick and went down to like 12 to 15 to people. Wow. Wow. Yeah. No, but that's the problem. A lot of people think they see the glamour and the glory and they think that's just an easy thing to do, but it's <clears> not. <throat> if you really want to be uh, yeah. up in the world. You hear people all the time just say, oh, well, you, just, you just sit on the horse and go around there. Yeah. <laughs> that's all we do. Yeah, yeah we make it look easy, though. That's us. Every professional athlete makes but it look easy. You you but, still you still commit to a, a fairly physical uh, regime of staying fit and stuff, though, because you do you still work out and, and keep yourself in, in yeah. top shape. Right. Like you're. Yeah, I, de I definitely try to keep the mindset strong. Uh, one thing that dad told me that he said uh, when I wanted to become a rider was he said that uh, this isn't just something you want to do and then not do it and stop and then go back and do it again. It's, it's something you have to always be doing and, mm. and it's not work. It's a lifestyle. You're living horse racing and uh, 
you're 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 not working. It's it's you're living horse racing. That's what the main thing. That's a that's one big statement that he said before I started. Well, that's true. As I mean, everywhere that's completely true. If you you can't yeah. just kind of pick it up and and oh, I'll go racing today. You got to be, <laughs> you know, you got to be in it. So yeah, I mean, you got to be fit. So I was, I'm, I'm running and I'm, I was messing with some weights, but I don't want to do it no more because I don't want to gain too much weight. So uh, I've been doing a lot of uh, natural thing, natural body weight. So I'm doing like push ups, sit ups, you know, like lunges, everything, jump yeah. rope, all these like things with my body just to keep me lean and uh, my cardio, as cardio fit. So yeah, that's what you need, right? Just yeah, core stuff and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. I want to jump right back into the writing school because you were saying a lot of important things there. You're 23 years old and there's a lot of youngsters out there. And I hope that there's some of them listening here today. And I also has a bug rider. He's uh, 21 years old and the discipline though, that's, yeah. I mean, he's, he, we, we stop at four. So now he's just exercising horse and stuff, but it's the discipline things that you continue to do to keep yourself mentally and physically <laughs> in the game. You, yeah. you know, what I'm and I'm glad. I just want you to touch on that a little bit more because remember, we're one of the one of the th great things for this show too. When we have a writer on, is trying to let some of those youngsters out there that I know there's a lot of youngsters that look up to guys like yourself. And at your age, you're still considered pretty young in this game. You yeah. know, what I mean. So speak a little bit to those the generate your generation, a little yeah. bit for me. Okay. Yeah. I, I'm 28. Uh, I've been riding for yeah. Oh. I've been riding for about. 10, 11 years now. Uh, so what are you saying about dis discipline? I mean, I'm so fortunate that I grew up with my father. I mean, he's, he's, he, uh, he's taught me so much from the beginning. So he put me on the right path, but uh, the mental and the discipline. So discipline is, is making sure that you go to bed at the right time. Uh, you're not going out and partying. You're not doing any of that time. You have to be in a hundred percent health, to make sure that you're riding the best ability that you can for your owners. The owners are giving you the opportunities to ride these horses and without the horses, uh, you're not going to get anything. So you have to make sure that you're, uh, you're given hundred percent for them. So you have to be strong. You have to be smart. You have to be focused on, on your race and do the best for the horse. So you're trying to get the best out of that horse, the best position, the best uh, position possible or placing possible. Uh, so you have to you have to eat good, you have to you have to sleep good, you have to make sure your your social environment is good, like your family. You know you can't be thinking about you know your girlfriend that you're going to meet up with and party on the weekend or something because she's out of work. You know like some crazy things, or drinking. You know you can't be caught up in drugs. You can't do all that. You have to be focused. And Appreciate if you that. want, if you want. If you want it that bad, you want to get to the top, like I want to, I'm trying to move up. I'm trying to do things the right way, take care of my family. And, and, and they have a big, I have a big support behind me is, is making sure you're doing that. You want to do the right things. And, and people see that. And like Mark Cassie, you know, he's, he sees that I have the abilities, given me the opportunities and I'm able to get it done because I'm mentally ready for what kind of horses he's giving me. So, so it's just being able to be ready for that moment when it comes. So when you get that right horse. 
Chuck, you couldn't say that better, man. I'm so That's happy. That you. Words there. Well, one, thing, one thing I will say is, is kids, kids nowadays or young writers looking to come up have a, a huge benefit to talking to guys like yourself. Even Chantel was great with the discipline. Emma, it's yeah, it's a it, lot. It's huge. When I when I was starting out, all the jocks were drinkers and partiers. That's no, all. Yeah, that's you all can't. you had to model yourself after. So you did the same thing, right? Sure, and yeah. Next thing yeah. you know, you're too big. But hearing it from <laughs> all these guys, like you're like again yourself, Chantel, Emma, all the riders that have been on here, the young riders today, please listen. It's it's achievable. You just have to. You, yeah. You just gotta. If you want it, you <laughs> have to live it. Yeah. So. When I started riding, I was not ready to ride. I was not ready. And even when I looked back, I'm still happy that I started riding because you're never ready to ride. Uh, you're never ready to ride races. You have to get the experience. That's why they give you the apprenticeship to uh, to be able to go around the track. It's just you're just trying to build that experience up. You can't you can't buy experience. You have to go and keep working at it, working at it, and get that talent. I never had like I've had my father, but my father can't ride races for me. I have to ride the races. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's that experience. He could tell me what to do, but when the time comes, when I make that decision, I have to make that decision. So I have to make the best decision possible in the races, even off the track. People see me off the track. You know, what am I doing? You know, there's, there's it's an image. It's really it. And it, it moves, it moves you in a long, in a long way uh, for the path that you want. So you, whatever path you want is, and, is what uh how hard you're going to work for it thank you thank you those are words man thank you uh that's that's recorded so i can play it's in my head i'm telling you john i mean it's so important you know that's really one the whole reason why i i switched back to the chris mccarran writing school because i know with those writing schools you have the right guys controlling those arts leading in those writing schools you have to be disciplined you have to understand the ins and out about the game your your personality you know outside the racetrack on the racetrack all the things that covers the whole you know i mean greatness that what you want to become and it's so important for the youngsters again i have a bug rider and i and i, I made sure that i said you better get your butt on online tonight and listen to this show you know what I mean? Because it might not happen tomorrow, but you're working for it for the future. That's what yeah, it is. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. It's might you might not be happy what's you might not be happy uh what's happening right now, but it will happen if you want it badly enough, it will happen. Trust the process. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you. First well said, White well said. Yeah. So since I've 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 paid him a couple bucks to say all those words, guys, and he did it perfect. The check is in the mail, job. Okay. Oh, let me throw the script out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you got the wife in the background with the cue card. Exactly. Yeah, right, right, right. Put the, the kids in, to bed. Huh? Yeah. The check is in the mail, job. Yeah. One thing, one thing I wanted to ask you, Dylan, is like, how has it been the process? Like, your dad was a great jockey, and how hard or how easy has it been to follow his path because there are pretty big boots to follow the to walk in and you yeah. seem to be doing a good job now but was it really hard to do um at first uh i wanted to beat like all my dad's records you mm. know i like, uh, I like your, your mentality man. I like that. <laughs> when i started and then you know, I, I did great with the bug, and then I went downhill. Once I lost the bug, I was, wow. 
I was lost. I didn't know where to go. I couldn't find the right agent. I didn't know what track. I wanted to ride New York, uh, but it wasn't working out for me. And uh, then I was trying Kentucky again and just I did all right. So but I ended up back here because I wanted to be here. Uh, and then I put the time in. But uh, with dad, I I've had people tell me that I ride better than my father. And I just, <laughs> I just still can't I still can't take it hard. But uh, it just I'm just doing myself. And and I'm as long as I know that I'm doing the best that I can do, then whatever record I get, I'm happy with, you know, because if I beat that, then I could tell him. But uh, I'm just happy to be riding and doing what I love. Well, well I, I mean, tell you the truth, because we have from the islands, from Barbados, we have a lot of families who you know the Griffith boys, um, Ricky and Chris Griffith, their dad was a jockey. Okay. Then we have John o. Jones and his son Slade, who's riding at, at Woodbine right now. Um, John O's dad was a great jockey here in the islands also. But this seemed to really, all of them seem to handle themselves well. And, you know, it's, it's good to hear that, you know, <laughs> what you just said just now. It's great story, man. Well, you no, thank you. Thank you. The, the, the good thing about uh, uh, in, in the States, a lot of people support you know would we'll, we'll, we'll help support you right because your dad they because i don't know the u.s is still a tight kind of community right in horse racing oh yeah i mean it, it, they're t we're we're very very close like i mean i have my own family but uh uh we also i also feel like i have a family when i go on the backside. like mm. i know so i know so many people cool. and the grooms i say hello to everybody that's just what yes. dad taught me I talk to everybody like they're just regular people, and yes. uh, I've been in every. I've been in all the barns offices. I've talked to all the trainers. I've talked to all the the riders. I know everybody. I just, <laughs> I and and I and I made sure that I have a good relationship. I try to not try to get in between like the drama. Yes. I just I just ride my races, and I go home. I I take care of my family. And then I go again tomorrow, ride, ride horses again. I'm trying to not get in between everybody and just have a good time. Wow. You're, you're, showcasing, really you're showcasing yourself the right way. You're doing perfect PR work, everything. <laughs> Your own agent. It's you the truth. I'm not lying to you. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not saying as an agent, it's something you love. To, you, I'm happy to hear that. Yeah. I'm what sure you would like to hear that, Leroy, for your jobs. Well, well, hey, any agent would love to hear what he's <laughs> doing for himself. And, I mean, again, that's what making it all great he is today. Let me, let's look, take a few, jump forward a little bit into this year of 2022. It's his best year he's ever had, and he's right in that 40, um, in the money of 47% in the money. You know what I mean? So he's having one of the best years, and 17% win percent. Mm -hmm. he's, he's doing phenomenal. He's, uh, he's, he's had... Um, 833 starts he's win 142 you know wow. and it's and the, the kind of money he's earned already is nine nine million six hundred and eighty two three hundred and leroy now he's getting the big ones well yeah. that's what i'm saying though but that's what he's worked towards yeah. now we're getting that's what i'm ones. trying yeah exactly that's what right. he's yeah. working towards yeah. and i mean it, it's showing on paper you mm -hmm. know what i mean when well, we're looking at 2012 90 months three wins Mm. Okay, and we jump. We jump a little forward to 2013. 180, 81 miles, 124 wins. 180 oh, miles. My apprentice. My apprenticeship. Yep. His apprenticeship. 881 miles. 181 miles and 120 something wins. 
I worked my butt off that my you know? apprenticeship. Oh, yeah. I worked so hard. I didn't know how I did it. <laughs> did, did you win any awards when you were apprentice? What's that? Did you win any awards? Uh, I did. did. I won. Uh, no, no eclipses, but leading rider uh, titles for apprentices for the tracks. Okay. All okay. the tracks: Indiana, Ellis, Churchill, mm -hmm. uh, and uh, but they they didn't give me out awards. But Ellis, I got an award for okay. uh, leading apprentice for the the meet. But well, who else was a bug then? That, that I was I was I was the best bug in that circuit though. Okay. Yeah. Who else was a bug that got the eclipse that year? Um, I was riding with uh, Manny Franco. Uh, that was the same year. Uh, Victor Carrasco was in the same year, uh, and there was uh, the one that won it was uh, Edgar Zayas. He uh -oh. won it. Both of them, Victor and and Edgar, they ended up winning a Grade One. In there, oh. and I said, I said, how am I supposed to compete with these guys? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now you can't compete with that. Yeah, I was like, oh, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's so it. no I'm for me. Show your yeah. ass to the cameras. I'm out. Yeah, I guess it doesn't matter how much races you won. Once they won that great one, it. that was it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That They just yes. put you right in it. Yeah, they put yeah. you right it's, in there. Because the bug, apprentices never win grade ones. Mm -hmm. yeah. No. Because when, right when he won his first grade one, he was voted a jockey of the week that week, too. Mm. Oh, yeah. 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 You know what I mean? So, hey. But I mean, it's it's a big. I, I was excited for him when he won his first grade one because the smile <laughs> on his face. He was like a he was like a kid in the candy store. Oh, which surprised me because I thought you would you would you would win yeah, one before. It, it took my whole career to get it, and yeah, I worked wow. so hard. I thought about all the time and work I put into to racing, and yeah, I finally yeah. I finally get rewarded with the grade one. I was like, I was in tears. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it was it was it was it was fun to be part of that because he was yeah. excited. Yeah. So, so you said it's safe to say that you're a lit bloomer. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm really happy with the way my career is though, because some guys get a lot of success early, yes. and you know, then they kind of like get, yeah, they just you know, they just lose it. It's you know, fair. they can't handle it, mm -hmm. or they don't work as hard anymore. Mm -hmm. I worked. Um, I'm right now. This year has been my best year, so uh, work has been a little bit easier uh, because a lot of the trainers owners are coming to me now. But mm -hmm. the time before, I've put in countless hours every morning. I was breezing horses like ten or, or ten horses every morning uh, at Belmont. Then I was riding six. Sometimes I was only maybe riding two or three at Belmont, and I was breezing eleven horses. And I said, oh, "Hopefully, this is going to turn over." And it, it it did. You know, I just had to put the work in. Just yeah. remember some, yeah. something, Dylan. I preach on this show all the time. You know, horse. Fifteen minutes. Okay, so go downstairs. Horse, right. horse racing is our game, but winning is our business. Yeah. You know yep. what I mean? So, I mean, once you work hard and put in the, the work in, in the morning, it definitely will show up in the afternoon as long as you yep. put the, the, the effort in, and that's what you've done. And again, yep. we're preaching that to a lot of young writers. And yep. again, there might be some bumps and bruises along the way, but as long as you keep putting in, preparing, persistent, persistent, persistency, yep. you're going to come out on top. Yep. Now he gets mm -hmm. to go and stand on the rail with the coffee and watch someone else breeze his horse. <laughs> 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 Look at him go by. <laughs> soon, soon. That's why I work so hard for it. That's, that's all. Hey. That's it. You mean, it's well yeah. deserved then. If you, yeah. you, know, you put in the effort, it's all deserved. It's not just handed yeah. to you, right? Yeah, yeah, it gets exactly. to the point where you work you work smarter and not harder, right? Yeah, yeah. And let yeah. your success. I was go. always I was always taking off horses in the beginning of my career. I was always 
I went on, maybe I went on a good one. And then the next start, I don't even get to ride it as, as hard as I would try to stay with the mount. I've mm -hmm. ridden frosted, uh, in his, when he was sprinting his second start, I finished second and I knew he was a good horse, but I tried my best. I said, I would clean his stalls out. <laughs> I, said, I said, I would do anything to stay on this horse. Once he's stretched out, you saw, you see his record. He's a monster. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. yeah. I mean, that's just one example, but I mean, at least I put myself in a, in a spot where I can be with good horses, you know, in New York, you got good horses in New York. And that's through discipline and, and, and dedication, right? That's the, yeah. the two D. And you just said, yeah, you need the trainers to notice or mm -hmm. the owners to notice that. But what I'm going to ask you now, now that when you're in the jocks room, who's your biggest rival when you're writing now? Cause I know they got a lot of good jocks in, 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 in New York, man. I want to beat them all. <laughs> all <the time. laughs> you know, you know, when I'm riding, I pay attention. I know all the riders' styles, mm -hmm. their movements. I know, I know their moves before they make their moves. Mm. I'm paying attention. I'm watching those races. I'm watching how guys ride their favorites. I'm yes. watching how they ride uh, with coupled entries. I'm yes. watching their style i'm watching the, the the how they do the sprints how they how they handle uh front runners how they handle closers on dirts i'm, I'm watching all of those and i pretty much know all those guys in that room because i've been riding with them for years but uh i'm just making sure that i ride uh the bet if i think i got the best placing possible for my horse that's the best that i can do mm -hmm. then then i'm happy with it so I really forget about all the other guys. So, okay. you know, if I'm riding a favorite, they want to beat me. They're trying to get in my way. They, I know all that stuff's going to happen. I could read that on the program before it even yeah. happens. I've had, I've, I've been sit, I sat on a bunch of big horses and I can read like it was maybe a six horse field and I see two guys and they have one, one front runner and one like mid stalker or maybe a closer. And I said, mm -hmm. Oh, they're going to try to box me up. I already mm -hmm. see it happening. You know, I, and, and what did it do? They box me up, but I don't panic. I just sit right there and I and I see them turning their heads and trying to get me. And yes. I said, this ain't gonna work, guys. <laughs> I end up winning the race anyway. I can just see it. But I, I I know how to read the program and I I can I picture uh I can picture how the race is gonna set up before the race even even happens. And <laughs> and what I think that I, I try to put the horse where I where his best running is possible. So I check his replays, uh, his best finishes, whether he's on the lead, that's his best finishes, or if he's like mid-pack or, or last and whichever, just to get the best run possible for that owner. The other question I'm going to ask you is, I ask all the good jocks who come on this show, what is it that you do that's different? Because there's a big difference between great jockeys and the rest. You know, I think it's like a, a, a dog with a lot of pedigree and then a, a a, a common top retriever that's what we call him here barbados i have no no sort of thing what do you do different what do you think is your that when you ride races what makes horses run for you i think personally i think i have one of the best communications with the horse with my hands Whoa. than most guys uh i know how to work with a big variety of horses that I've handled horses that guys can't even handle. Like horses would get out like crazy with some guys and I'll get on them with the same equipment and they wouldn't do nothing with me mm -hmm. or, 
or uh, and I could or I could get more run out of a horse that most guys can't. I've had jockeys tell me that I had I have the best hands they've seen, like in the room. Mm-hmm. It's just I feel like I'm not trying to brag, but because but yeah, it they they I think that my hands are the best uh, best quality of, uh, of my of my riding and my balance. Uh, so I try to I when I run a ride, I try to be. I mean, I've had all the mentors. I had Chris McCarron. He, he said, the less hindrance you have on a horse mm-hmm. uh, it, than to get in the horse's way. So if you get on a scale uh, and you check your weight and you start, like, moving up and down, the scale mm-hmm. starts going up and down. You could probably go up maybe 30 pounds. Mm-hmm. So you want to be as flat as possible and your back flat as possible. You don't want your ass up. You don't mm-hmm. want your ass – you know, like, I have my ass down a little bit, but – uh, you want it as flat as possible, but most important, still as possible, because mm-hmm. the horse is doing the running. You don't want to get in the way of the horse. So, uh, those are the two things I think: my balance uh, and us, my hands. Us taller guys yeah. have to put our ass up in the air. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so, let's, let's you talk. Just, I'm, no, but the thing about it is, I'm here in Barbados, okay. And this morning, a guy came to me, Neville Neville Griffith, told me that you're. He told him, no, I'm not bringing a jockey on the show. Say you're the best thing since sliced bread. You know, <laughs> <laughs> and, and I saw, um, I, yeah, look at Tyler. Look at this. You know, uh, it's a guy here. Yeah. One of the best jockeys I've ever seen ride. Thank yeah. you so much. Yeah, these, people from Appreciate it. Thank you. These are guys from Barbados. That's I like friends. that. I like that. Yeah. These, not, these are not American people are talking about you. These are Barbadian people are talking about you. So, I mean, you're really touching You're the people around the wide, world. A wide variety of followers. Yeah, yeah, that's great, man. If so I can help someone it. else's career or, or a kid's future, you know, just would that would be an Give honor to it. I mean, it's just just you always got to just you just got to tell them just to work hard. That yes. and and if you want it, you're gonna get it for sure. Yes. I mean, it's gonna take time for some guys, but you'll get it for sure. So. There's this guy talking about you, very classy writer. You want a bunch of races for Nick Gonzalez. Oh, I'm Nick Gonzalez. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love that. that. That guy was a great man. Uh, yeah. yeah. He I was one of the guys that jumped on me right when I showed up. Right when I showed up to Gulfstream with the bug. He okay. won a lot of races with Nick. Did yeah. you know his wife, Martha? Martha Gonzalez? Uh, I don't think so. I think she was... She stayed in uh, Canada. Yeah, she, she stayed, stayed, up, yeah. she stayed yeah. in Canada. Yeah, I remember I saw him win the, the big race uh, yeah. last fall. He was crying. Right. Yeah. 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 His, yeah. Mother, his yeah. wife yeah. passed away. Yeah. yeah. And that horse meant, meant a lot to them, too. But one yeah. of the questions we're talking about your hands and your, how you handle your horses and stuff like that. Now, here at Woodbine, well, not just Woodbine, we got the turf, we got the poly. You guys got. You know the dirt and stuff. Which one of the surfaces that you enjoy riding on more, or which you are more successful on? You know they have those guys that love the turf, like Kenrick Kamush, one of the guys that we're gonna have on this show soon. I mean, Does he? yeah, I think he would like the dirt. Some kind of guy. <laughs> <laughs> he's a great. He's a good. He's a great dirt rider. Um, yeah, yeah. that's just what is, I think. He's just a great dirt rider. Yeah. But for yourself, for yourself, which one of the surfaces that you kind of you know. Uh, turf is my favorite. Um, Everybody likes turf, Leroy. <laughs> yeah, it, it's just a different feeling from dirt. It's very, it's very natural. Horses get over easier. It's quiet. You don't got dirt spraying in your face, and you could come from anywhere. 
you could come from dead last. You could go wide. You could save ground and get through the last 16th and still win the race. You could do anything. It's just a lot tougher, and I love the challenge. So you could, it really tests you, your patience and, and everything. You got There's a lot of tactics going on. It just, it's just a lot tougher. That's just why I like it. Uh, next question I want to ask you now, too. What is one of the best piece of advice that a former trainer or a former jockey, a fellow jockey, has, you know, give you as several years in, of your riding career? Yeah, um, it is getting your position and then holding your position. Mm. So you want to get the position that you want. You want, not what the other guys want. Mm -hmm. You What you want. And then after that, you get the position you want, holding it. You want to hold it. You don't want guys pushing you around, getting that position that you like. So once you get that position, then everything else just falls into place. So that's the same piece of advice from a trainer and from a fellow jockey? For, from a jockey, yeah, and trainers and too. What, but what, yeah, what would be the one piece that you'll get from a trainer? Uh, being truthful uh, coming back after races. So... Uh, mm -hmm. I, I try to tell the trainer uh, something that they haven't heard before because they might know like the horse maybe takes a while to warm up or he gets out or he does these things. I try to tell something new to them that they could do to help them get a better placing. So whether or maybe there's something that they're they're moving a little different. So I try to tell something He's, most importantly, is being honest to the trainer. That's something that's to really help. It. Something to help the horse improve next time. Yeah, yeah. Not so not not to be negative. Yeah, a and positive. yell at him like, say maybe the horse is off, but I'm telling you the horse is off because I wanted the horse to get better. So for you and the owner, so yeah. you can get some money out of the horse. Oh yeah, leave it on in like the a positive. positive. It's like the glass is half full and half empty. You want to go in the positive direction. You're not trying to, you're not trying to say that your horse is a rat or you know yeah. this horse. Yeah. This horse is no good. You want to tell them that because you want to help them. Yeah. So honest, honesty is a huge thing and communication passive. with the trainer. Passive aggressive. Yeah. Horse ran yeah. well, but <laughs> horse ran well, but we should try this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Change distances, change, you yeah. know, whatever. This one needs the hug, bus. Doesn't like this. Yeah. <laughs> Anything. Yeah. This one, you have. That's why they said you can write an excuse book, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we might want to drive the bug on this one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Wow. We could go all day. Huh? We could talk forever about horses, yeah. right? Oh, that's yeah. it. That's yeah. why they show works, right? Yeah, but you look up and it's been an hour and 20 minutes or whatever, and you've just been sitting yeah, here. Yeah, like nothing. Yeah. That's, the, that's the beautiful thing about this show, you know. I mean, journeys, and like I said, Sean was the person that came up with this the idea of bringing this show, want to do this show. And I mean, and we jumped on board with him and, and, and trying to do the best that we can, but at the same time, we're, we're also learning, mm -hmm. you know what of I mean? Of course, yeah, the betterment of horse racing, yes, more people Correct. that know or just in the involvement of the community to get together, yes. uh. It's just better. It's better. But like, look at it. You got Dylan's in New York. We're in Canada, and you got people watching you in Barbados. Like, it's yeah. You're, out, you're, world, you're international. You never know. Yeah. Now because, we get now we get you a mount down there in their big race. We, we got yeah, people all, nice. all over the world watch this show. Though. We got guys in Hong Kong. Hey, and China. hey Michael. Hey, he finally want to be under. under hey, my headset off so he can yeah, hear you, it or no? Yeah, 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 yeah. You can. You can. You can. 
Hey, buddy. What's going on? How you doing? How you doing? You hanging out with dad, eh? You want to be you want to be here for the longest time. You're finally here. <laughs> what, what 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 can you say to us, buddy? Oh. Put this on. So you can listen, listen. Put it on. Put it on your left ear. Yeah, man. You want to be part of the show too, man. He's taking off with it. Just don't cry into it because there's some bites there, kiddo. Say hello. How are you doing? What's your name? That's your name. He takes that. Now he's nervous. Huh? Now you're shy. You want to be here. Shy. You want to be here. Now you're here. You're being shy. Come mm -hmm. on, man. Say hello. How old hello. are you? Say hello. Don't oh, keep just, at that, just leave the room. <laughs> How are you gonna do those golf interviews if you can't talk to us? Can you hear? Is it in? Huh? When you win the Masters, you're gonna have to talk to somebody, so you might as well talk. You're gonna win the Masters? No, we're talking his game now. We're talking yeah, yeah, his game see? now, man. Put it in your ear. Huh? Hold it. Do you Stay beat up. that? Do you beat that up in golf? <laughs> He's so nervous. He's nervous. That's, funny. His, that's his answer. <laughs> yeah, look at that. You can't hear him. It's probably <laughs> Yeah. Do you like playing golf, Michael? You like playing golf? Yeah. Yeah. Do you beat dad up in golf too? You get you get a better score than dad? Yeah. What's your handicap? What's He's got to play with his dad. <laughs> Come on, man. We're talking a little golf here, man. What's your handicap? I got a hundred and three. I got a forty-five in the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> no. He shot a fifty-two, right? He shot a fifty-two on a par or a uh, nine-hole course. Wow! Wow! Yeah. Who's your? Who's I'm your from the junior tees. Who's your favorite golfer? Who's your favorite golfer? Me. Oh! That's a good one, man. Who do you like? Hey! You like How old are you? Already, man. Tiger Woods. Tiger Woods. I like the first answer, too, all right? <laughs> I like the first answer, too. How old yeah. are you? Five. 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 Wow. And he shot a 52? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Lord. Yeah, legitly from the, yeah, from the junior team. I yeah. could still shoot a 52, and I'm 40. <laughs> <laughs> wow! You can Good hear for him. him. You can hear it. Yeah. He looks like a big kid, though. He's tall. Yeah. Was Was yeah. he getting a height from Dylan from the from the mom side? No, me me and the wife are the same size. <laughs> five two, five two, and five two. We got we got jockeys top and bottom, my wow. dad, and then and then my wife's father, uh, Michael Rowan. Used to race in Ohio and Kentucky. Yes. Yeah, he passed away. Yeah. Wow. God oh, rest oh. his soul. Bless his soul, buddy. Yeah. So where he's getting this size from, man? Wow. No, I, yeah, he's got. He's gonna stop soon, I think. Well, I guess he's taking off <laughs> to your your your, your, your two older brothers, right? Yeah, that's it. Uh, how yeah, how tall are your older brothers? Um, I they're they're not that tall either. Like five six and oh, just five eight. Than yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Okay. It might be a strike back, man. A few generations down the road, you know. You never know. <laughs> Genetics is amazing, man. My do, you want, do you want to be a golfer or a jockey? Golf and jockey. Golf and jockey. Wow. Golfie. Golfie. Both, eh? You want to be a golfie? I don't know. How about you, you play golf and buy the horses? There you are. Oh, that'd be cool. Oh, so daddy can ride them? Grand, you can play golf and buy horses and daddy for daddy can ride them. 
I can go off, I can ride the horses. Oh, okay. Never okay. mind, Dylan. You just want him to get good enough to make it to Augusta so he can take you to play there. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, that's exactly. To get on. <laughs> That'd that's be nice. Something to, to do when I'm done. <laughs> yeah. mm. So let's pivot back a little bit about the horses, Dylan. You rode some great horses in your time, and especially this year that you're having such an excellent year. Just recap a little bit of those good horses you sat on so far or some of the best horses you think you sat on. Yeah, um, I'm going to start with my my favorite one, Pat on the back. Uh, he's a, he was a New York bred, uh, but he was a very successful New York bred. He's won pretty much all the New York bred stakes. Well, watch, Mike. Don't knock that over. Um, and I felt like it was, like, my first real big horse. Uh, and, like, gateway, I guess you could say, to, to moving up uh, the ladder in New York. So... I found my my first New York bred, and it was a great one. And and I showed them that I could win at the big stage with the New York bred. So I really got the opportunity to ride him, and and that really I feel like that riding him helped show other people that I I can right. win the big stakes. Show off the hands. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> well, it seems as though you promoted yourself so well on the horse out there itself and showcase yourself so well to be able to be in the position you're in because it's again go back to how important all the doing all of those things doing your homework because you seem as though when you put your head in a racing form you try to do everything you've got every guy out there little tactics and everything that they do you've got yeah. that down pack i mean and you go there well prepared you get up in the morning you prepare yourself you make sure you're yeah. getting rest you make sure you're disciplined and everywhere and you're, you're eating and you're your, your exercises, everything you're doing and to be able to be where you are. And it can only push you to the next level from here if you continue doing what you're doing. So again, it's hearing those you speak and those youngsters that are listening, I hope all of them, not just one or two, all of them are understanding how important it is to be successful and what it takes to be successful. Yeah. You know what I mean? So important. Right, right. uh, Leroy and Sean, I think we should... Uh, uh, Express package a hat out to Dylan so he could wear it maybe in Keeneland on Breeders' Cup Day and you know tell the other guy in Jersey. Oh, there you go. Of course. Yeah, we'll uh -oh. I mean, we'll, we ain't got. You know, well, there's a couple of the boys coming up. There's a couple of the boys coming up this way too soon, so you know we can always oh. get it, them take them back down. Hey, you gotta be. We gotta be guys who are on the show get first though. Yeah, <laughs> I'm saying yeah. they, taking them down for for him. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, okay. Yeah. They might sneak. They might keep them though. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, Michael. All right, go check on Demi. Okay. Brent, I know you're listening to us, Brent. There's a bit probably a, a couple of comments and a couple of questions that you got to down the back that you can show so we can read a little bit and and share with Dylan and Dylan can answer a few things if there's any questions there you got for us so we can turn him loose soon. Cause I mean, hey, tomorrow is tomorrow racing there, Dylan, for you? Yep. Yep. You tomorrow go. racing. Thursday right. to Sunday. Yep. Okay. Hey, there's Brent. Hi guys. I've been inviting guests and comments to come in and um, not a whole lot has come in. A lot of one just Wait, saying good night to all. Watching? Um, somebody saying good night to Michael as well. Yeah. Said good night to you. Someone texted and said good night, yeah. Michael. Yeah. Hello. Good evening, good Michael. Soon. How are you doing? Good. All right. He's talking. Yeah. You got Charles Small saying Dylan on the green. 
Yeah. yeah. He, he in, I've also had the... uh, Dylan in the slot, DD in the slot. DD in the slot. <laughs> yeah. He's a New Yorker. This guy's talking as a New Yorker. Yeah. 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 His mother was a mother. They had a bunch of them. Billy, Billy, double, double D. Billy, Billy, you know. Billy, Billy. Yeah. Billy, Billy. This guy is saying hi. Good, hello, hello. Good evening to everyone. You got. You say. Um, I'm one of the most important ones, guys. Where can we buy the public germ journeys memorabilia, caps, uh -oh. keys, and so on? We'll we'll talk about that on the mahogany tree. <laughs> we'll talk about that. Well, guys, again, yes. Dylan Dylan's got a big day ahead of him tomorrow too, and then you know yes. that these top writers need to get their rest and they got their family to take care of and spend the time with before when it comes. And when they head out to the track, the kids don't get a lot of our time when we're spending all that time out there, and he's got a lot yeah. of things to do. So let's try and wrap it up with Dylan, and you know, thank him for coming on and being a part of it. And thanks to Tyler for bringing him for us. Yes. And if you guys can finish it. it up, I'll sit back and listen and let you guys do the rest. Well, well, thanks All for right. coming on, Dylan. Appreciate it. Thanks, Tyler. Thank you, thanks, everybody. Thanks for making me look good, brother. <laughs> <laughs> You're good. Anytime. You. <laughs> I think more, more importantly, I think... Man makes I, the shiniest boots in the, in the job. <laughs> Tell your friends about it. <laughs> makes them shine. You got to put the shades on. Tell them, baby. You got to send you out there looking good. Yeah. One thing I think we got to do, guys, is more importantly, I think we got to get an interview with, with your dad. Oh, so that'd be nice. Put, you yeah. could put in a, a word, a hookup with us for, for your dad, man. Hall of Famer. That'd be great. Yeah, we could do that. Yeah. Talk about yeah. the good Skipaway. Cause he rode Skipaway, didn't he? Oh, one of his favorite horses. One of his favorite oh, yeah. horses. Yeah. yeah we got to get him on the show, man. Yeah. yeah. So. I'm, I'm pretty sure Dylan could talk him into it. I'm sure of that. <laughs> yeah, I could do that. You just talk to him. He'd do it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Man. We can look for this man. We appreciate it, man. Again, thank you. Yeah, thank thank you again. And God bless you. And stay safe out there. And continue your success and what you're doing. And we're hoping, we hoping the British Scott that we'll be seeing you in the winter circle. Thank you so much. Thank you. I appreciate it. Are you coming up this year at all? I'm sorry? Are you coming up for the EP Taylor or anything? Uh, not that I know of right now. All right. Well, well hopefully, fingers crossed. Yeah. Yeah. Well, get maybe you some we money, can right? put in a good <laughs> no, word to Dylan to get him a ride now. Win, <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> thanks a lot, right. Dylan. Thank you. Okay. Thanks again, Dylan. Bye, Michael. Thank Michael. you, Dylan. Take care. And you keep up the good Thank swinging, you. okay, buddy? Thank you. Thank you. All right. All right. All right. Good, good, swing, night. Mate. good night. Good night. Good night. Good night, guys. Dylan. All right. All right. Super, guys. Another game. Oh. Game on. Yeah. That was good. Good, good interview. Very, yeah, very good. Was. Very good. We keep the superstars. And there you go. Now, now you got Robbie Davis for season three. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> keep the flow coming. Keep the flow coming. Yeah, man. Yeah. No, but it's good to have this young, because you know, he's more relatable to the younger guys. I sure to be watching him because of. Know, they know about him and that well, kind of stuff. He's right he, now. He's and, the future. He's the future yeah. of, of racing in the states. I mean, of like course, Johnny V. I mean, Johnny V. Still Johnny V. But he's getting older. Yes. Like, like, I mean, the the bigger guys tend to not ride as much and tail off. And then there's yes. the next wave, right? And he'll be yes. the next wave. Cause he's still got another 15 years in him. Oh, at least I mean, he does that. He, he's he's a he's a perfect size for a rider. Yeah. And he's not like, not, like, not that Michael wins the the um the green jacket, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
Okay, then good for him. He can retire. <laughs> wow. So it's great, man. Well, guys, Thanks, we got um, Jen backstage, Jen, and we look forward to hearing her pick of the week. Okay. Jen. Hi, Jen. First of How's all, we must Jen? give condolences to you or your dad before we start. I'm so Thank sorry you. to hear about that. Yeah. Yes. Sorry, Jen. But may he rest in peace. There you go. Well done, Seth. Thank you. Thank you very much, guys. Yes, um, my dad was is the reason that I'm in racing. I mean, he didn't. He would rather me be a brain surgeon at the outset of everything. But when I wanted to come to the track, he. Um, you know, he stuck by me and brought me to the track, and here I am. So I know he wanted me to have a real job, but <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but thank you very much. Uh, the funeral is on Friday, so it's been a tough week, but um, we're muddling through. We're muddling through. So but that, was a, that was a very nice, very nice interview with Dylan Davis. Thank you. Yes, yes. Is your mom still around, Jan? No, my mother passed away um, two years ago. Oh dear. Right. Yeah, so it's hard, you know. Uh, yeah. Your parents, um, and I still try. I still reach the, for the phone and thinking that I'm gonna call my mother when something yes. comes up that I want to complain yes. about her. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And um, yeah, it's um, boy, it's it's tough. Yeah. Uh, but Brett, so, sorry, Brett. How do I go in the back? So I, I just gotta say good night to my kids. How do I go in the back? Brent has to do this. There he goes. He's gone. He's gone. gone. He doesn't have to ask Hi. twice. <laughs> no, I mean. It's like one button is like, bye. <laughs> Out of here. But, but be on the topic a little bit with parents, you know, Jen. And I mean, Sean, dad is still going. Brent, mom is still here. You know, I, both of mine are gone. But it's. Just the other day when we had Sean's dad aboard, I mean, it's a guy that we grew up around. It's a pleasure to see those guys still, you know what I mean, fighting. And to, to have your parents, it's, um, trust me, it's yeah, unbelievable, I, man. You know what? It's, uh, I'm envious of people that are my age that still yeah. have their parents around. Gosh, I mean, I know people that are a little bit younger than I am that still have their grandparents around, yes. for heaven's sake, yes. you know? Yes. Um, yeah, you just, you know, it's life, right? And you you hope to get lucky, but my dad lived a great life. Uh, the last seven years wasn't great, but he's he was 88, and, um, you know, he, he lived a great life. He was an executive, and um, he was friends with Don Amos, who uh, got me into horse racing, and, yeah, so, it's, you know, it's, it's, um, tough. it's the, tough. What what I envy is those guys that still have their mothers then that when I have that cooking, that whole meal, oh man, when yeah. those guys talk about it, because I love my belly, you know, I love my belly some <laughs> I love some eating here. I, I love some eating. I want to hear guys talk about their mother cook food and cook, you know, special dishes like that. You know, man, I, I, I'm I'm happy for them, but at the same time, I'm pissed as hell, man. You it's know, hard, yeah. I, my mother still cooks for us. Sean, Sean, you gotta go there, right? You just wow. heard so like, I, I, I get pissed off and you just had to go there, right? Wednesdays, Saturdays, and Sundays. Okay, Sean, just rub it in. Can't tell you. Brent, you want to say something to you? Your mom is still alive too, man. Go ahead. Join with him. 
my mom said today she's never learned how to cook. She don't like cooking and she don't want to cook again. <laughs> so Sean, we come in by you Wednesday, Thursday, Saturday and Sundays. <laughs> my wife has a great job cooking. But my mom said one. it today and she's like, I don't want to cook. I don't like cooking and wow. I don't want to cook. That's so funny. Yeah. I don't know. My mother still She's thinks she's 85. I don't know. My mom, my mom just figured that, you know, my my mother and father were divorced since 1976, and my mother still cooks my dad, and I I, I don't know how that works, but it's work it's working. Uh, hey hey, you know, food. food you know food food makes good. What does it say? Food and the heart close to the heart. Well, okay, look girl said it's black. He heard the word. He heard us talk about food, Jen. <laughs> He's a guy close Jen, to my heart. Look he, loves look me. he looks like he had a, a shower recently. He's very white no. coat. Well, he, he was brushed, yes. And look at him staring at me now. We just <laughs> came in from a walk. Go away. <laughs> he Bye. <heard> food. Bye. <laughs> okay. Oh All right. We're on now on a better note. So, Jen, what do you got for us, girl? You did, well, you first did. of all, we have to talk about last weekend. Yes, now, yes, right. nobody right. got rich off of that, right? No, no. but, but, we but saw some you know what? Things. Modern Games winning the Woodbine Mile over Ivar. And I thought, you know what? I thought Mighty Heart ran a credible race yeah, and got yeah. completely annihilated by Bruno Schickadanza's horse, um, War Bomber. I thought maybe Mighty Heart might have had a chance to be fourth. But anyways, you Modern Games. What's that? He looked good. He looked like he was coming. Oh, yeah. Day. You know what? Look at They're just, like I said, they're goofing around with him right now. He's going to. But I would love to see him win a race before the mm. season's over. But anyways. But Modern Games, boy, oh, boy. 112 buyer figure he got from wow. winning a Woodbine Mile. Wow. So it'll be fun to see him in the uh, Breeders' Cup uh, Mile, the turf mm -hmm. race, and see how he does. And. And Ivar was second, so not a big exactor, but you know. Good horses though, Jen. Good horses. But is he is he a three year old, right? Wanna give him yeah, three? He's a three year old. Is, yeah, is, this, is this gonna be a big deal for three year old taking on the older horses right now? Oh totally. I mean I mean this time of year, you know, three year olds stick the do, do well against older horses, but yeah. The thing about the Woodbine Mile is um, the first Woodbine Mile was 1997. No three-year-old ever have ever won the race before. Yes. So I mean, he just made mincemeat out of the field. So it was very, it was very impressive. And he's a freak. Yeah, he's a freak. Yeah, 112. Yeah. But yeah, I yeah. would say a freak it was. Yeah, well, that would be uh, that would be my description of him for sure. Yeah. I mean, you would expect him to get better as he get older, huh? I know. Well, he'll probably be retired by the time we're like talking about him more. But yeah, yeah. I mean, he's he's gonna be uh, a force for the uh, the Breeders' Cup Mile. There's no question about that. So, uh, very exciting race, and it was a good day at the races. I wasn't there, however, because I was ill. But um, yeah, it was it was good, um, and I think. Um, you know, the Woodbine Mile is showing its true colors that it's still a relevant race. The Woodbine race is still a relevant race heading to the Breeders' Cup, which is good. So, yeah, 
Yeah, no, very good for the racing in Toronto. Yeah, you know what? It's it's that next step before it's the step before the Breeders' Cup. That's right. That's yeah. right. Yeah. So and we'll see. And you know, um, earlier in the day, the Natal mistakes. Kevin Atard, uh, his two-year-old filly that he trains last call won the Natalma, which is a win in your in race. So they might go to the Breeders' Cup. Wasn't a very good field. It wasn't a very fast race. But you know what? If we have some woodbine representation in there, um, then that's that's pretty good. So we'll see we'll see how it shakes down. Great. Interested. Interested. So let's give out a winner, okay? Come on. Friday. Friday's races. The last race. I'm just gonna make sure I get the right number of horse here. Okay, so Friday, eighth race. Horse number seven. Now, I'm going to show this horse's last race. His name is My Redemption. He's trained by Jamie Attard. Um, the horse, this is a non-winner of two lifetime, but I'm going to show, it's a difference between when I showed last week, you know, state caliber horses. Who's barking? That's Sean Lyons. That's Lion. my dog. Sorry. That's Sean's Lyons. Oh, that's so cute. <laughs> so there's a big difference between showing um some you know stakes horse replays or whatever. Now I'm going to show you a replay of a horse that runs for low claiming, and there's a big difference when you watch Trouble Trip here because low claiming horses you don't want to make too many you don't want to have too many um, mistakes as it were because you know they're not going to be able to rejig and start all over again no. like maybe a stakes horse will. So. All right. Um, I showed Brett, um, I said, Brett, that's a replay of uh, My Redemption from August 26th. And uh, I'm going to show his last race. And this was his first race against winners off of his maiden win. And uh, we'll all talk about it as we show it. Okay, here we go. So My Redemption is in the, just to make sure he's in the number four. Now, all in, locked up, locked and, they're up. and they're off. And uh, one of the best out is the inside runner, inside Owen, runner. Superman Owen Superman Campbell. Campbell. He went pretty hard early. He's going forward, wanting that lead and showing up as my redemption. But also handy, Summer Shandy. And on the inside, lead surge gets a beautiful spot. Back to second last, brutality and last is perfect play. Showing up in front, Owen Superman Campbell. So the race is going very well here for my redemption. He's sitting a perfect behind A length and a half away is Summer Shandy and late surge on the inside. Next to last, brutality and last, perfect play. Locking horns up front, Owen Supermoon and Cam Woolley as they head into the back stretch, two in front. My Redemption now three behind, fourth placing Summer Shandy perking up. On the inside, late surge, length of the stable made brutality, three and a half away last is perfect play. As they rival up front, Cam Woolley has had no peace on the inside, Owen Supermoon. Summer Shandy just trots into it. A whole lot of horse there today, Summer Shandy in third. On the inside is My Redemption at length of brutality, late surge is back 
third to second last, and perfect play at the back. They race into the three. So right here, we're still watching the fours. Not a bad trip. My redemption in fourth. Brutality started to warm up. Second last, perfect play on the inside coming into it, and now late surges last. Shandy's got no excuse in third. I don't know if it's the horse. I don't know if it's the jockey. has run on perfect play. Oh, and Superman grabs the lead away from Cam Woolley, who's tired. On the inside, kicking on now is perfect play. And this is a low claiming horse, so he's got one horse beat. Two in front, perfect play on the inside, the threat. Owen Superman, a length and a half to perfect play. They're clear. Owen Superman. And remember, they're almost, they're going very slow up the inside. Owen Superman, a neck. Perfect play, not getting there. Owen Superman goes with a winner, half a length to perfect play. Cam Woolley stuck on for third. My Redemption fourth, 146.25. So, this is like a, a low-level claiming horse that, you know, isn't going to have all kinds of gears. You know, we're not talking about stakes horses. He's not going to have all kinds of gears. He got a little bit of, into trouble there, losing ground, you know, shuffling back or whatever. And then he came on. I mean, he had one horse beat, and then he came on again to be fourth. So, I really like this horse. He's 8-1 to one in the morning line on Friday. I don't think he's going to be any 8-1. to one. Uh, Kazushi Kimura is going to pick up the mount on uh, Friday. Like I said, in the last race, there's no way that horse is going to be 8-1. to one. This is my play of the week. I, I'm very excited about betting this horse. I, I realize he's a low-level claimer, but this is my horse to bet of the week. It's my redemption, race 8 on Friday, horse number 7. One thing I noticed about that run is that I find sometimes when you have horses who might have stifle problems, they don't run corners very well, but they run straight well, you know? So you never know. Yeah. You might, that, might be having a little, a little bit of injuries there where he doesn't run corners well. and Yeah, exactly. We don't, you know, as handicappers, we don't know the backstory. We don't know yeah. the backstory. We're not, uh, you know, we're not the trainers or whatever. And like I said, these are low-level claimers, so, you know, anything can happen. But, you know, I just thought that he had a beautiful trip yeah. for about half the race, and then he lost all kinds of ground, not for anybody's. Oh, look at that. Yeah. Oh, my wow. gosh. The one thing that I realized that we're missing, guys, he didn't switch his lead till the eighth pole. Yeah, he's right. Yeah. That's right, too, Leroy. He, yeah. He's on the wrong lead. You know, yeah. that's true. He was running wrong and so that's all those things tell you problems that you know what I mean. That's why he's running cheap. You know what I mean? Exactly, exactly. You know, I mean, problems, we're not talking man, about stakes horses here. Yeah. I think that you know, like I said, I said Kazuchi Kimura is picking up the mouse for mm -hmm. Jamie Atard, uh, eight to one in the morning line. There's no way this horse is going off at eight to one. But if you can get three to one or seven to two on this horse, let's unwrap the wallet. In the last it's the last race and it's the high five too so there's your winner for the high five they just need to pick three more four more yeah <laughs> that's right that's my that's my my pick of the week and brett you are so look at you go with the gems pick of the week look at that <laughs> you little devil we should we should include the dad with the, the fat and dad um exactly in there too then jen an exactor father's father son jamie and, and sid Oh, okay. Well, we could do that too. Sid's got oh two, yeah, cousin Bob, yes. Cousin Bob will be the favorite. He's three to one, yeah. 
Kazushi rode the horse last time. Um, Rafael Hernandez riding the horse. He's very logical. There's no question. So we could box. We could box the two and eight. But okay. I think for a value play, the eight horse might offer a little bit more betting value. Absolutely. For, for sure. But I'm excited about this horse on Friday. And, you know, I don't usually say I'm excited about horses running during the week. Okay. I love weekend racing. I love the, the best horses, the stake horses. But uh, I'm excited about my redemption running on Friday. My redemption. My redemption, kids. Okay. Well, you might be, you might be, you know, it might come through your redemption. <laughs> like, Bob, like Bob Marley said, redemption sounds. Yeah. Oh, look at you. Yeah. What, what is that shirt? Wait a minute. Don't tell me you got a journey shirt now. Don't worry. Um, I, have a, I have a pink one for you, Jen. Really? Yes, I do. <laughs> I know that. Bow your head, Leroy. Bow your head a little bit to show off the hat. hat too. Look at that, Jen. He's got the hat. Well, how, wait a minute. How come you guys don't have that, Sean and well, Rex? I only have the. Oh, look at that jersey! Country. Oh my gosh! <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. We're, we're getting there, Jen. We're getting there. <laughs> they haven't arrived in Barbados yet, but they're in Canada, and yeah, I'm sure Leroy is going to Okay, well, they're in Canada. Hello, I'm in yes. Canada, so Leroy. Yeah, don't worry. We, like I said, Leroy's I have a got a pink one, one for you. I have a okay. pink one for you. All right. Oh, and what, you kind of, what kind of hat you got for him, Leroy? Well, 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 like the hats are on order, sir. So we've got the hats here. Hi, Jocko. Hi, Jocko. Oh, look at that. Hi, Jocko. How are you doing, Jocko? I miss the Jocko. <laughs> he typed this in one minute ago. Wow. So he's probably listening as we speak. Jocko. <laughs> Our producers want to speak to you. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, season Jocko, two. Jocko rode my uh, rode the horse Summer Mood when I was uh, for sure. He replies. Hello, 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 everyone. Very good, very good. Yeah, oh, it's nice oh, to hear from people. So yeah, that's yeah, great. So Dylan Davis sounded very well. It sounded good. I mean, interesting young man. Yes, mm -hmm. yes, very confident young man too. Very confident young very man. Confident. Yeah, and uh, great at interview. I mean. That's what you want, right? Yes. Just to teach the youngsters out there. Very well things. spoken. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's great. No. Well, I hope you guys have a. I, I hope you guys have a great night, and um, I'm hoping for my redemption on Friday. So, I'll put oh, it in right. the chat box. Yeah, That'd sure. be great. Dan. That'd be great. We'll be yeah. cheering, Who's cheering coming up on. next? Who's coming up next? Leroy. Leroy. Kenrick Camouche. <laughs> what really? Yeah. <laughs> Holy crap! <laughs> no, you there can say that. You're allowed to say that, Jen. That's okay. Wow. Okay. Well, get me off of here. I want to look <laughs> Are you going to bed already, Jen? <laughs> I have I have all kinds of work to do tonight. Don't worry. No, I'll be watching oh. and doing my work. Did you have Ajax today too, Jim? I did. Yeah, we had oh, my first day back at Ajax in a couple of weeks because I was, I was not well last week, as you know, and yeah, yeah. Um, other things going on. So yeah, yeah, we had a nice day at Ajax today, and uh, it was very warm. Oh my goodness, it was like eighty degrees, and 
thought you told me it's gonna be cold tomorrow, Leroy. It's gonna be cold tomorrow. <laughs> it's dropping. It's dropping tomorrow. That's it. That's yeah. it. I think that the summer is yes. over. That's it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was yeah. hot today, but yes, Sean, it's not gonna be nice tomorrow, Sean. Okay. Sean, this you want to go to the beach tomorrow? Since it hasn't come as yet, that's the problem. And Sean, you want to go to the beach? You mm -hmm. go to the beach tomorrow? Well, I go to the beach every day. <laughs> Jen, you see what they come on here and do, Jen? Huh? I can't even like. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what they come on here and do, Jen. You know what I mean? It's supposed oh, to you know, overnight. Supposed to drop down to thirteen. He's going to the beach tomorrow. They're going to the beach tomorrow. I'm coming down there, and I'm coming down there soon, and I'm going to go to the beach. Yeah, yeah Jen. I, I need the beach. Yeah. I go to the but, beach every day. Yeah, yeah. But, Jen, have you heard the Barbados Turf Club has announced that there will be a 2023 Barbados Sandy oh. Lane Gold Cup? I did. March I saw that. So oh, now we got to help our guys at the Barbados Turf Club promote this upcoming race. You want to get um, I will, I will some help. owners and trainers interested. Yep. And I'm going to I'm gonna plan to be there. All right. Ooh. All right. All right. I like that. Our what friend Dan Lassell from last week said he wanted to plan a trip to Barbados. So yep. I sent out a message to, to him. Union. I think everybody should be under yeah. one. I think that would Umbrella, be great. I, <laughs> I don't know. That would be amazing. That sounds yeah. like a good plan. It sounds like a very good plan to me. We're we're gonna we're gonna promote the heck out of that uh, race next year for sure. All right. Yeah. We well, all Jen, we want to promote there. it now because we want some owners and trainers to send in a few horses. You can mm -hmm. get in touch okay. with Rosette Pierce at the Barbados Turf Club. All right. Well, we'll start uh, we'll start promoting that and see if people can prepare a, a horse or two to come down there. Yeah. Do you think if Mighty Heart ever took a trip to Barbados oh. that he would oh. ever want to leave? Oh. <laughs> Why would he want to go back in the cold weather, Jen? <laughs> Imagine this. The Mighty Heart might go to the beach with Sean Hall every morning. Oh, my gosh. Well, he couldn't know because I'd have to be there because, you know what, I'm the president <laughs> Of the Mighty Hurt fan club, so <laughs> I have to watch what's going on with that boy all the time. But I think he would like that, yes, for sure. Yeah, <laughs> that's 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 the way. Get it to Barbados, Jen. You work it, girl. <laughs> I'm gonna think about that for sure. <laughs> That'd be great. All right. All right, Jen. All the best to you and your family, Thanks, Jen. and thank you. Shout, sending out our prayers and love to everyone. Thank you guys. All right, there. All right, Jen. See take you care. Bye. 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 And shout him back. <laughs> Tyler yeah. Gaskin. Look at Tyler. Did you go to take a shower or something? You just look no, so fresh. Yeah. <laughs> the, lighting, the lighting's better here. Yeah. <laughs> put the yeah, little ones more. to bed. Huh? Say so put the little ones to bed too, right? Yeah, well, no, they're still brushing their teeth. I got to still give them a kiss, but I, Brett told me to come back, so I thought it was a... <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, let's go, guys. This is the second segment of our show.
You ain't Griff sleeping? All right. My Chris Griffith sent out a message that he won't be able to make it tonight, guys. He won't be able to make it tonight because, well, just because he's not here, he's not going to get away from what? You got something up your sleeve, Sean? Yeah, I have something up my sleeve. Ah. I've got all kind of videos from him from everybody. It seems that everybody just got these videos of Senator Chris Griffith jumping on a pony. His good friend George Burroughs told me the pony is no more than 10 hands, so it's like a walk. <laughs> it's nothing big. It's nothing big. You know what I mean? It's, it's his daughter's pony. You know I mean? He still got it, he said, huh? He said he still, he still has got it. it. He still has it. He can't see you. Fred, run the thing there, man. Run, run it there. Just to grab the man. You have to stand right here. <laughs> Hang on! <laughs> you still got it. Still got it. Still got it. <laughs> one thing I noticed. I still got it. You don't have one ass to worry about. I, 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 I think... It, it, he he like he like he needs to be writing again. Uh, he's like he's jockey weight, man. Close that back door, though. And I don't know what you guys think about that jump. Read it, fellas. No, you know what, Sean? I'm going to stick with Chris here because you know what? Chris was able to jump on that horse. Yes. All right, he was able to Especially swing on that age. horse. He, and I, I said that. I said that too. Yes. I said because he's not. He's, he's, he's already half century. He's not, he's not a spring chicken anymore. There you go. You know, See, he actually got lift. Yes. And he got I our... think it was more, he better, the, 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 the man was extremely strong that he pulled himself up with. Because <laughs> he kind of stick on for a second and shifted over. So you're, so one you're not time. too impressed, Taylor. Yeah. Taylor, you're not too impressed. I mean, he still got it, but. but I, I don't know. I heard the point is, Ten hands, man. Yeah, that, that has me. I mean, well, look, the the, the withers was as high as Chris's head, so that's what. But Chris Sean, is short. How, how tall is head. Chris? Though Chris is short too, so Chris you know is, what I mean. Chris is it's tiny, still, man. Yeah. So Chris, I'm gonna st stick it for you in this one, Chris. You did a hell of a job, and you look good doing it, Chris. All right. I think it looked like he, he surprised himself when he got up there, and he. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next thing I have now. Show the next thing there, Brett. Give a little lead up to it, Sean. I I, I well, don't know what you want me to show. Well, he's right. He's right in front of me. He had to say a shirt on, but he he's he's the model in the crowd. Run the thing. This Jeez. supermodel. Oh Lord. <laughs> Man's got the rape as a thing going, man. Uh, Look at that. <laughs> you know what? I could barely see a little bit of hairline, though. No, no, again, 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 it's starting to do the rock away. It's starting to lean back. You know what I mean? But you know what? Again, I'm going to stick up for Tyler. You still look good, bro. But, hey, but, but yeah, that's why I, I cut I, it. That, that's why I cut it short. So when it's all gone, it's not such a shock. <laughs> I said he's a supermodel in the crowd. There you go. I give him his props. He comes looking good all the time. I mean, you need guys in him to express or 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 or, or, or no to advertise, and he has yeah. the look. Model, model, the same. Model, he did. Yeah, he's supermodel. Yeah. yeah. And, and and Brett get 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 on me all day with this pajama thing. I said that's. 
Chris, you talking about? <laughs> I wear shorts. <laughs> <the wrong> guy. <laughs> I wear shorts. Just making sure my guys are presented. Oh well. yeah, don't worry, baby. We come, we come correct. Well, if you can't be good, look good. Remember that. That's it. <laughs> we decided this week we're going to be discussing issues and stuff like that. Okay. And I think the top issue should be a, a few days ago. Barbie and jockeys won six, six of eight races that would Six of eight races, yes. Yes, even though just two of them, but that's brilliant. Yes. What? I don't know. These guys. They were hot. Yeah. How how was it in the jocks room, Tyler? <laughs> I mean, it was. Uh, I mean, everyone was ha- obviously happy for for the 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 guys. Uh, Crawford. Yeah. I mean, Crawford likes the the have his little inquiry thing but everyone in there is you know tight and uh yes he went three three the one day and one the next day is that right wow very happy yeah. very happy for croft because i mean he's yeah. put in the work and and he, he sticks he to who, hard, you know, sticks to who he is and and everyone's very happy for yeah. for him and i mean and slade's riding well has the bug yeah it's uh it, it's yeah they're just it was they're happy for them you know that's great, man. Because but you you know any jocks room they're happy until you start winning too much, then it's like all right, stop. Right? <laughs> <laughs> they're happy for you, and then okay, well now bugger off, you know. <laughs> but Very good like, choose I, choice of words, Tyler. No, I got like Crawford though, man. He he he's really put in his time. You know, I mean, he deserves it. Though. Yeah, and he and he, and he I mean, Crawford Crawford hits the you see him pounding the pavement on his bike or walking yeah. or. Oh, he's got his backpack and and uh yeah, and working hard for Bev Chubb, who's having a great year, and yes, yes. and you know he's working his horses, he's galloping his horses, he's he's always got his jackets on to to sweat and, mm-hmm. and he's he had a you know he's had a real good. How many is he won at Woodbine this year? Ten, eleven? About that, yeah. So I mean, yeah. that's a that's a great year for the more than that, last man. year. He's yeah. been winning races from from the start. Yeah, that's what I mean. It might be more. It might be yeah. I'm it sure might be you are. 15, <gasps> maybe 15 or something. Yeah. Leroy, uh, our, our numbers man is on it. Yeah. Well, I'm currently logging into it to our fans at Equibase mm. to check out how the I went on Equibase today to search Dylan Davis and said, no jockey found. I said, what? <laughs> I did it wrong, obviously. Yeah, yeah. yeah. User error, Tyler. Yeah, apparently. I'm not. Uh, that's why I'm not the tech guy. <laughs> wow. No, but it's, it's so great to see the guys doing so well. I mean, Juan Crawford has won 30 races for 2022. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not exactly sure what the breakdown is between Ford Dairy and. Check the Woodbine standings. Go to uh, Woodbine uh, standings. Okay. Yeah, go to Woodbine's. Uh, yeah. Go to Woodbine's website, which is kind of difficult to navigate at times. But mm. if you know what you're doing, I'm sure it's easier. But he's a tech guy, and he handles everything yeah. and anything. But no, talking about that with the hard work and stuff, and what both of them has put in, you know what I mean, to to be successful this year. And mm-hmm. the, the kid, you know, what I mean that has come up here and is being so dominant and everything he's doing, and, and he's riding with such good class and stuff like that too. You mm-hmm. know, what I mean, it's it's so good to see, you know. So, yeah. you know, the, the discussion that you're talking about, Sean, about you know, 
two Barbadian riders dominated, winning six out of eight on one day. Yeah. I mean, it should be no surprise to us. These guys got the ability to do great things. They just need the horses like all the right. other guys, right? I mean, right. they're guys, and I don't want to be critical here, but there's guys in the room that win in races, you know what I mean? And the other guys that are not, but just they need the horse. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's there's leading riders at Woodbine that don't hit left-handed, and it's just they get mounts because, you know, so. Their name, I don't know. I don't know what I mean. Yeah, but it's. it's, it's if you're getting down and dirty and, and it could cost you this much, you got and you never hit the horse left-handed. If I was training, I'd get off my horse and like, you're like you're done with me. If I was if I was training, wow. you're not you're not trying as hard. Strong you words, strong words. You're not because Sean, we, you've done it. I've done it. Brett's done it. You know, you know. It's a matter of sometimes that switch of the stick gets you, gets you to the wire. A different response out of the horse. Yeah, and you're gonna tell me you get beat this far, and you never tried everything you could try. So Crawford has win. He's win fourteen. He's read 130, and he's win fourteen. <laughs> Tyler, man. I mean, yeah. Tyler. Tyler's a guy. Tyler, 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 I think Tyler, 
purposely chose a smaller shirt just for those little well, pipes there. Well, the, guy, the guy's the model. He has to do that, Brent. Yeah, yeah, right. right. I get it. I get it. He has to do that. Uh, so, so what you mean? Hey. He still has he still has a six pack, or he he's wearing a keg? I'm, I'm, no, I'm working on. I'm, I, the six pack's coming back. I've been I've been working on that. But you had a keg though. I had one. I had one. The, the keg's gone now. <laughs> well, guys, listen to one of our loyal followers, uh -oh. Haley Morrison. Standing-wise, there are five Beijing jocks within the top 20 at Woodbine. Oh, Love that stat. Oh, Thanks, Haley. Very and good. Haley is one of our top Beijing writers. You can um, yes, be happy to let people know that. Two-time yes. Eclipse Award. Two-time Eclipse Award. No, sovereign, 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 Sean, sovereign. Sean, we're going to have to invite Haley on the show or underneath the mahogany tree one time. Huh? Yes, she has. She has so to um, because... See the Barbadian doing great things out there. I mean, we love that. Yes. Mm -hmm. yes. For more we love our, that. For more of our Barbadians. That's yeah. Definitely. I mean, definitely. when the Barbadian winning some awards and things that, I mean, come on, guys. She, she's not a trainer. She's not a jockey. This is something out of the, out of what we do, man. But still, still in the horse circuit. Still in the horse thing. Yeah. But yeah. it just shows you how we are as a people. We tend to. We're like octopus, man. We we got hands on everything, and that are, that are we just malicious, and we get in, we get involved in everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> I don't want to call names right now, but you know, there's got a few malicious people out there, and and get in trouble. But yes, yes. They were, well, <laughs> they were Sean. I'm calling the names, man. I'm calling the names because I don't want boy cussing me. But, but we're, that's, that's, that's not what our show is about. No, cussing no, we're trying no. To I'm, I'm biting we're my trying tongue. To... I'm biting my tongue on this one, guys. I really well, want... look at this. Derek oh. Lynch uh -oh. speaking on Tyler's side. Tyler's very good point, Tyler. The U.S. needs and journeys gear. See, we so did. we need to put that. We need to find an, a new design. Um, Leroy, we need three flags on there. Now listen, I think man. Barbados can be in the middle. We, U.S. Yeah. on the left, Canada on the right. We got guys who watch the show too. I mean, that's true. Well, we, we, we just had a, 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 a top rider in the U.S. on the show. Yeah. We, you yeah. sent him a hat with Barbados Canada. You, you know, sent him one with his flag. <laughs> yeah. You wouldn't want one. <laughs> well, exactly. Well, but we can invite him to Barbados. And I'm sure he will fall in love and, and, and want to be a Barbadian. I yes, just, like I just said, I just, when, when he talked about the Gold Cup, I said, we get you a ride in that. He said, that'd be fun. Wow. There you go. <laughs> wow. Well, I saw that in the, the news today that Rosette he, Pierce said that they want new horses, new jockeys, new everything. So, I mean. He, he might not know what the track looks like. But <laughs> 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 that would be fun. We won't talk until he gets there. <laughs> We won't show it until he gets there, but but he's still young enough to to to, to oh, yeah. that daredevil guy to go there and try. He's been, oh, he's been yeah. on a dirt circuit on a motorcycle yes. before, so you yes. know what that's yes. all about. Motocross, Sean. He'll lean into that. Yes. that oh yeah, he'll make that easy. <laughs> we have to tell him this one. You don't listen to your father on. You bank in this. You dirt. bank <laughs> this one <laughs> because the horse ain't gonna turn for you on this one. You gotta bank it. <laughs> Not only that, though. I think that um. I don't know, man. It's so much going on now, especially now the Turf Club has said that the Gold Cup is <coughs> I mean, there's so much good things that can happen over this, and we're hoping that, well, um, hope that it does. all the people we're talking to, I mean, we spoke to Donald Zell, 
last week and he said if there's a gold cup he'd be coming but then oh. there's a gold cup so he wants to here he got you gotta get cam ramsey to challenge some of his other owner buddies to winning it well well i, I spoke to him about that already i think Mr. i ramsey. think i said he needed i don't think he really liked when he said it but um i said if you need if you want this risk to go you need some help your two is not going to help alone you know yeah, so, yeah, yeah. but it's so a I'm start that, it's a start you know, though right yeah but yeah. that's when, when the core cup was getting big enough like when Sterwins and them come down it was because Melnick was had other yes. owner buddies that were getting you know it was kind of like the big dogs going to win just to have a little fun big race you know what I mean like it was a yes. fun big race in the islands you know what I mean yes yes so that's what it, yeah, you gotta try and get it back to something like that you know yes yes get the get the guys you know the, the, the big owners to get playing with each other and let's go run in the gold mm -hmm. cup and have somebody you know attack you know asking the owners about their fifty thousand dollar turf horse Yes. If that one wants to come. Yes. And that, you know, try and pick was Sean, that, that will go. Um, Safi Joseph said that um, can't always beat. No, it was Kevin Attard said that Mark Cassie has to be beaten one year. So maybe we get a Kevin Attard trainee, a Safi Joseph trainee, mm -hmm. and a Mark Cassie trainee to come for the Barbados Gold Cup. Yeah, How's that I mean, for a suggestion? I, I listen. These guys are so busy right now that you know what I mean the Gold Cup is just a, you know. But, I, but I, I, I'd say if you could pick on like a fifty, not not one of the big horses because they ain't gonna come. You gotta pick. I on think it's the owners though. I think it's owners who want to come more so than trainers. But and but make it make it uh a, like I'm saying it just ask for a horse that is more likely for the owner to go. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'll send them there to run for a hundred thousand. Yeah. Right. Correct. Not. Don't go and ask for one of the great grade one winners. No, no, no. Ask for like no. a, a an allowance horse or, or I know, but pay their trip and they'll probably go. But you gotta remember though, some nice horses came to run the Gold Cup though. Absolutely, but I'm so, saying to start it back up to get it building, yeah. and then so now this year this this level comes. Yeah. So whoever wins that, the 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 owner that got beat's gonna bring a next level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then before you know it, it, it would build back yeah. up to yes, yes, because it got to that back in the yeah. day. These guys are bringing some. They're bringing proper horses. Sterwin's had the track record here. Split, man. Yeah, yeah. Sterwin's had the track record here at one point. A mile and the sixteenth yeah. on the turf. Yeah. So uh, you just you, you make it make it a you know a, a little comp you know competition cater yeah. to them well, which barbers <laughs> do, and it, it should build itself back up. Put on a show, but make it a punctual show. <laughs> right, hmm. the one Gold Cup. Before COVID, I the race forty-five minute concert before, and it was post time, and the concert went on for forty-five minutes. So yeah, what, can, what is happening here? We have to learn that in, Bar in Barbados that when you're doing when you're going international or doing international things, you gotta stick to. It's, and yeah, it's gotta time. be a little more punctual, um, right? Yeah. It was kind of alarming a few race days ago, Sean. It was yes. evening races. And the horses are just, just they just had an accident, and fireworks went off. Remember that, Sean? I, I, you know what? I, <laughs> fireworks I, at the Barbados Defense Force. I yeah, mean, I heard, I heard about it. I wasn't facts, there. Facts, facts, facts. I'm, I'm very glad it wasn't there, because sometimes like that, you might be in the stall working on a horse, and fireworks go off, and horses start to spook. 
it's not a nice mm-hmm. thing man not a nice thing so yeah but these are things that happen and it's not for the turf club because no. you know what i mean but we're we're so close to the defense force and you know things like that happen you yeah, would have thought not... they would have at least had a warning. Um, yeah. Just letting you know, guys, know at 6.30 when it gets yeah. dark, we're going to be letting off two minutes of fireworks. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, non, non-horse people, Brett, don't think of anything like that. It's true. Yeah. We have construction going on right now at Woodbine, and it's it's non-horse people just don't know. Mm-hmm. And it is mm-hmm. not their like, I, <coughs> excuse me. I saw the horse out in the outside paddock the other day where it's supposed to be more calm. And, yes. Well, we just got the tack on, and thank God we were done because this dump, this truck went across the parking lot carrying a garbage can. <coughs> Sorry, mm-hmm. a big metal garbage can. Clang, 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 boom! Oh my goodness! And like you said, Sean, if I'm happen to be saddling that horse now as we're passing that, mm-hmm. he takes off. I get run off. You know, you don't yeah. know what's gonna yeah. happen. But the guy but, driving the truck has no idea. But I, I see every day walking to the beach, man. Well, yeah, you would. You see people past you going. The closer get the horse, they, they decide. Well, we gotta go faster. Yeah. And you know, sometimes man, it's so dangerous, man. And you right. know, like people, when you see us on the wrong side of the road, you're on the wrong side of the road because we don't want the horses to kick your car. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so the, the honk your the honk their horn to make the horse well, like anything. I don't mind. They don't really honk the horn. They just they pass you close, you know, yeah. me at speed. Okay. <laughs> and it's not it's not good, man. And I, I don't know, I think we might have to send out to do a video saying this is not what you do and this is what you do. You know, we need space. Yeah, like a public when, service. Then these cars get kicked, then they want money for the car and they're in the wrong because you can't pass well six inches and expect they're, not to remove your they're in the wrong but you got horses on the road so it's kind of yeah but horses horses from we're not in north america now horses used to pull carts back in the day and then it's very legal very legal i mean you, so, you could you could ride a horse down the 401 here too if you wanted to but oh, oh, yeah? <laughs> not a good idea <laughs> not a good uh, no, not no, recommended no, 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 no. No, no. that's a no no i think if you did that you're a little crazy <laughs> well, they, they, but i still think that you know i mean they, they know that horses horses be going to the beach now here for, for 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 years now it's not a new thing and i think people should show when we walk the streets a little more respect man you know what i mean yeah Man well, passed me the other day looking at me. I, I'm begging him to slow down. He's looking me in my face and just keep going. I don't like that. I don't like that. No, that's just not safe. Yeah, that's disrespectful, man. You, you and they never, what about, what, what about getting, uh, 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 putting in for maybe a, a light or a crosswalk there? Well, I said that the Shahad humps on that stretch of road there, don't be straight run there, put some humps in. There to slow yeah, these yeah, cars yeah. down and then put a, a crossing down with the gas station at the bottom of Bush Hill. You know I mean, yeah, so that just, when we get uh, close, we can press a button to yeah, turn low horses. Change the light. Yeah, just yeah, a crosswalk. When, when you're going down, turning down into where the hotels are, that kind of stuff. But yeah, I, I don't know. I don't think people take this part of the, um, I don't know, they don't take this thing seriously, man. You know, 
Well, they don't until something bad happens, and it's yeah. I mean, horses been hit already before. I mean, even when we fire had his horse cruise missile, he got hit by a truck one time, <laughs> and that was that was like how much years ago? You know what I mean? Yeah. That's over. Yeah, but you could change with the times. Like, I mean, they could put a little crosswalk in there. But... Yeah, that was like eight nine ninety. You know what I mean? So far, we're lucky that you know yeah. you have minor stuff, but nothing major. Yeah, yeah. But we want to keep it that way, though. Well, yeah. exactly. You don't want to. You don't want to have the tragic thing. No, no. I, I gotta get my dog water. Hang on. Yeah. So let's pivot a little bit here. Now we're talking about horses and Barbados and stuff. How's the uh -huh. the um. The jockey um thing going down there with the standings. Oh. Well, we haven't had any updates since um when Raquel was here last. Yeah, um, the, I mean, the no yeah, races in Barbados still right early now, so November, I believe. Yeah, all the standings so, are the season, the season is over right now. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah, the season is over right now till um to November the tenth, I think it is. So who end up who who end up on top with um writer and trainer of the, the of that season that just gone um i think here's the wood and um i think nunez was champion trainer for that season i think okay the way i i heard right that the horse charity is is done i really i don't know what's going on there um i don't know if it's done or if pierce is done if oh, somebody's oh. done Oh, it so, sounds like that. Robert Pierce might be out of it. I'm not, but or retired, oh. he said. But oh, I don't okay. know if that that might just be temporary. Let's hope for that. Oh cause... yeah, I hope so because that sounds like that, that thing was doing great for. So what that means, Randy? The the it's still going on. I don't have any other updates. Because it seems like they was taking a lot of lot of youngsters from off the oh, streets and doing a lot of great things for them. Doing great for kids yeah. like, to hear that it's over. Who supports it then? Who's who? who who's the supporters of it? It's. I think some some Canadian owners. I think there there are people who supporting it. I, I don't really know the names or anything like that, but there were people from the show. I think there were the show jumping show jumping background or something like that, and the. They were, you know, they, they, it was their, their thing. Okay. But you see, Leroy, the world has changed a lot, man. You know what I mean? Um, people who were millionaires and billionaires 10 years ago, it took two years of COVID to change all of that, you know? So I don't know. Some people just might not. The money that I had two years ago, they might not have now to, to do something like this. I don't know. I'm just I mean, why, why, and why is the government can't get involved into it? Because it seems as though it's, again, it's doing something great for young people. Yeah, but as you can see, um, um, even them in trouble right now, trying to do things for people. Okay. You know, all right. Well, let's it just let's the IMF again, and so there's a lot of things going on, man. It's it's hard in this part of the world. All right. We're not a big superpower like where you're living right now. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, Barbados takes some. They must with tourism. Lost, yeah. They must have lost a lot of money with COVID. Yeah, you know, I mean, so a lot of people who were billionaires and millionaires are are now. But it's been a lot of people get poor in the last two years. Yeah. Or who who thought they have money? They now feel how it feels to be poor. You know. Yeah, they, they have to. So, 
things change. So I mean, they're saying that there's going to be a big um, winter, a good winter season, which you know, I mean, all those guys will be crying for, and um, hopefully, you know, make people feel comfortable again in the skin. And but right now, you know, they got a lot of people not really comfortable or happy with what's going on. You know. Well, to pivot a little bit, as Leroy says. Um, one of the notes to lead into this section, animal health and veterinary public health bill is going to be with penalties for animal cruelty in Barbados. And a bill is going to government for $100,000 or two years in prison. Um, I don't know if you all have been reading, but about the terrible cruelty of a young gentleman. I think he's only 28 years old. And a dog that was... Okay. It was down at the beach, and I, 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 I don't even want to say it, but the dog was drowned, and apparently some visitors got a vid a video of it, and everyone's shouting to trying to tell them to let the dog go to save the dog, and yeah, so that was lit up the social media world quite a lot. So the animal cruelty, I think he's out on five thousand dollar bail. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm glad you I don't that know the full story. Even, even like guys like us, right, who go to the beach every day, I always think it's very. Um, you have a lot of people who come to watch these horses swimming and doing all sorts of things. I think because be extra careful in how you you treat your horses down there. You know, I mean, they got some guys down there; they don't really care about nobody and. If a horse do something, they can. I think in future, this is gonna be a lesson that you know people film you, and yeah. as you cross the line, I mean, you, I I get people who who message me on social media, like if they see a chain, they're not under the lip, over the nose of a horse, and as far as I know, everywhere went in the world with horses, a shank is always being used. You know what I mean? To control mm -hmm. bad horses. I mean, we usually, once we on the beach, we, we, we always put the chain over the, the, the nose. But when we go back up, we put it on the lip because that's when horses get real hyped and pumped and But you get these people who send you these notes about things like that. You know what I mean? And you know, why don't you use this? Why don't you use that? And, and I said, these people. They get on every in the islands, or you know, we we just got into business because I've been to Canada, I've been to Australia, I've been, to, I've been everywhere, and a shank and a and a and a chain is news, but people seem to get on like if it's the biggest cruelty to a horse and that kind of stuff, right? Yeah, I think the, the, the only rule be careful of though, you know. The the only rule here is that if it's in their lip, it has to be vet wrapped. Vet yes, wrapped, yeah. yes, yeah. Yeah, that's, yes. Yeah, but Sean, don't forget these animal. A lot of animal cruelty things, even like Peter, Peter up here. I don't why our business and stuff like that cater to these people. I have no idea. There's a lot less of them than us in the business. Let them, let them whine and cry and carry on. If they, if they, they want to shut down horse racing, would be Peter's ideal end game. Well, mm. they, they, someone needs to explain to them that you shut this down, all these thoroughbreds are gonna die. Cause no one's just gonna pay for them to, for upkeep. But not only that, a lot like, of people so, get out, be out of out of work too. 
Well, yeah. So the amount of people involved in the horse industry. This is an animal cruelty company that wants to uh, extinct an entire breed. All of us and all of us who are involved in horse racing, we didn't invent nothing. We came along. Um, in my time, the sticks were those big, heavy sticks. No, okay. they're no sticks that you can hit a man and go to see it. It's a lot of things have changed for the better. I and still use that sticks. My stick is still one of them sticks. But they still want those sticks are so, um, I don't know. They're so light to ride with. I, I don't know if some of these guys ride with a man. I don't know. Have to excuse me well, for one just sec. to give you some feedback, um, mm -hmm. I'm looking at the horse charity. <laughs> Facebook page from mm -hmm. five days ago and it says please be advised that contrary to misleading information circulating on social media the horse charity will continue to do the work they have done over the past 10 years they're in the process of restructuring due to their programs concluding at winter bottom uh, we'll be downsizing and moving back to our home in St. Thomas but our programs are in involved to help the youth will also continue in due course so wow. with the oh, right beautiful. support we hope to continually support the harsh horse charity in barbados wow. to accomplish some of their goals and thank them for all of the work they've done for all of our young horsemen well um Re leading right up to I, you I to leroy and maker i don't know what to say well they're downsizing, so they're trying to save some money so that they can do the right thing and keep yeah. all these youngsters, some of these youngsters off well, the road. Who, who, who's the, right the teacher now? Who's teaching these kids to, to do stuff? You, Sean. Me. Oh. Tyler. Tyler? <laughs> as long as they're listening. <laughs> as soon as you start to hear, I know, I know. Okay. Good luck. This generation, man. This generation. That's the whole point of this. Uh, again, we we had Dylan on here, and we spoke about all those things and the discipline and everything that we know that goes along with it, and how to be learn how to be ho good horse people, not just good riders. You know what I mean? So, mm -hmm. hey, the beautiful thing about it is still going going to be going on, and it's you know they'll find the right people that you know yeah. to do the right thing. So that's the beautiful thing about it, guys. So yeah. amen to them. When Dylan well, said those words, Leroy. You heard that paragraph that he said that you were like cheering him on when he said it. Yeah, man, it was like he was reading a script, but it was just about hard work. Yeah, but that's that's key. That's you know that's key in anything you do. You you have to put in hard work. You know what I mean? Anything you do to to, to, to have success, and you know those all those people put in the hard work, and then the people that come and grudge them and and be envy about their hard work and the success mm -hmm. they have you know what i mean you got to continue you can't let that part of it you know pull you down or get you in that same mood you got to continue working hard and i mean it's important you know you got to keep grinding if you don't stop grinding you you end up on the bottom of the the, the barrel not at the top and where you want to be i want to be at the top i don't know about you guys but you you, you seem to be doing a, a, set, a pretty good job of that um I'm, I'm from, my, from my seat right here i'm doing my best and i want to share something that i got yesterday and i, wow. I shared it with tyler this morning tyler you think it's a good idea to mention what i got done to me yesterday uh i, I maybe not to everybody i would okay. tell them, All right. we'll, tell leave them that, we'll leave that alone then yeah yeah tell them oh 
So this seems to be big news. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, it's, not big news. It's messed up news. Is what it is. Oh, it's messed it's up news. Not great yeah. news. It's, um, it's, it's when you try to be successful, those that are trying to pull you down. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, but that happened all the time. I mean, yeah. I, I'm tired of that happening to me. And I look at me. I, listen, I just, I just go and do different things. You know what I mean? I just find different things to do. I get bored and move on from things. So you know what I mean? But, it, but it's no need. There's no need for people to be doing that to others. You know, if you didn't join with them and try to to uplift yourself and try to better yourself, also yeah, not trying to. That's human nature, though, Leroy. That's human nature. You see, now now I'm preaching to you. Usually, you be preaching to me. Now I'm preaching yeah, to you. Tell him, Sean. Tell him, Sean. I don't know. This is this is kind of sick. <laughs> <laughs> you always talk me off the cliff. No. It, 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 well, you know I, what then? I talk me off the cliff. Well, that's good then because it's good to know that I've been I'm doing something and you're taking in you're taking heed. Yeah, the, the, the student has become the teacher. Thank yeah. you, Tyler. Perfect. Well said. Well said. Well said. Well said. But no, I mean, and let, let's pivot back to you know what all a lot of us started where we started and where we are today. I mean, here look, look what we've we've created this thing for sure, like this show. Yeah, you know what I mean. Tyler looked up to Neil when he grew up. He gave him that picture. You know, what I mean? I, like I said, without Brett, I don't get a job on the backside. Well, there you go. We met there up you. with Brett and he took me around and there you go. And Gordy yeah. Culver said, "Tell him he starts tomorrow." Okay. Wow. <laughs> yeah, and then it also formed that relationship between Gordy and your dad. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, we took a we took a perfectly good rednecky white man and made him into a man that shopped on Swan Street for suits for the Queen's Queen. <laughs> <laughs> you know, can, can you say that again, please? Yeah, we we took a perfectly good rednecky white man and turned him into a man that shopped for suits for the Queen's Plate on Swan Street. <laughs> Mr. Colbert would come pimping every year. Where do you get that? Swan Street. <laughs> yes, people. That's that's a Canadian guy that did a shopping in Swan Street and coming to the Queen's Plate. You know what I mean? And representing yeah. well. Of yeah. course. You know Lord, I, mean? I love that guy. Oh, yeah. Great. 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 We got to get him on the show too, man, because he got a story to tell. Yeah, oh yeah, lots. Never mind. Yeah. Just, he, he could talk to you about his art that he was involved in for an hour, hours. Never mind, just wow. his horses. No, he, he was an art dealer. Yeah, art. He was. Wow. In, he loves art and has all kinds of. Yeah, yeah. He's 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 a great man. Great man. Yeah, I, I know that. I mean, he's a man I will never ever forget. No. Not talking about that again. I was just pivoting again. Now I see there's a lot of youngsters up here now. So from Barbados, a few exercise writers now I see that are up here. Guys I've never seen before. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen, I've seen about four, no three. Three exercise writers are from Barbados. Are fresh from from down there. Who? One guy what? that left. Um, he was a jockey, and we actually called him up to the stewards uh, last race day just to give him some advice. And he said, "Thanks for the advice." And he'll be heading to Toronto next week. And we were like, wow, great for him. Very tall, he's only slim, tall, slim guy. Very right? tall, tall, yeah. very tall. Who's yeah. he getting on for, Leroy? I saw him over um, by, what's his name? Just across the street there from Kevin. Um, Ooh, Phil Gracie? No, no, not Phil Gracie. Um, the old guy there that has uh, Mad Dog and Joe. Oh, uh Austin Hines. Austin Hines, yeah. Because oh. he, he wasn't familiar with the polls, so I was trying to teach him the polls 
yes. oh, okay. and he wasn't familiar because the poles back See, that's, home, why, that's why we need academy here you know what i mean so that it yeah. slowly cross crossover be so much easier because all these guys that live here and let's boy somebody are qualified this pole never yeah. mind wait, wait, when they tell you to gallop at Woodbine, it's just a regular. It's just a regular. Yeah, yeah. 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 Boy, first day there to gallop a mile and a half, he gone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or it's cutting for a mile and a half. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, no, I was just talking to him. So I was explaining to him the color, of the poles. You know what I mean? The black and white, mm -hmm. the green and white, and the red and white. And I said, you know, and forget about the black and white poles. We may pretend that they don't exist out there and just mm -hmm. go with the red and white and the you know the green and white, even numbers, odd numbers. Listen, it might not it's gonna happen eventually, man. We're gonna get this thing done. You know what I mean? Well, I know I know of a trainer right now that this year she's getting through and that, over the winter she's she's getting uh foreign workers. Mm. We have to. Where is she getting them from? I don't know where she's going for them, but I'm sure it costs the same from every country, no? Yeah, it's same thing. Separate, same process. So I, I'm sure that she, I, and I know she has influence from a we'll Barbados. Put in a good, uh, put in a good word there for the Barbadians, man. I'm I, sure I know. A lot I'm of, sure. I know. I, 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 I got some words back. I know Leroy's very close to the stable, so I'm sure he's already put that in her ear. Yeah, of course. Now, our boy Colbert, Colbert, like soon, uh, no, they're now starting to do paperwork for him. Hopefully yeah. Very soon. Yeah. They're gonna have to, cause but the government's gonna have to loosen things up because there is there's just no there's no help here. There's no none. Help. None. No help at all. So how much horses you got a day, Tyler? I only get on seven a day now. You got but one of those I, cushy jobs as as well. I, how do you I get, get a my, cushy job like that on, so often in your career? You you move from cush to cush to cush. Work smart and hard, Work smart, not hard. Well, no, it, when when you got something that you can offer different than other people, they you, they treat you better. Wow, is what it is. Wow, there is that that moral look you have? Is it? <laughs> it is. It is there, there's cowboy in there too. Let me tell oh. you. <laughs> all, all my years at Woodbine, there's been a one horse at certain barn. Can you come get on it? Because it's, it's okay, and it goes fine. By the time oh. we're done, so oh. I'm getting and I'm, I'm got getting some skill in there. Also, you got some skill. Well, yeah, I learned. I learned pretty good. Oh. I learned how to do it. All Leroy, right. Leroy knows. <laughs> hey, Leroy knows. You know, you know, one thing and I'm I must give him a lot of credit for is is feeling things on the horse. He's very good at doing that. Yes. You've got to be good. If you want to work in a big barn, you have to be good at yeah, that. He pinpoints, he's very good at pinpointing that. Some other people might yeah. disagree, but I from my knowledge of what he comes to me with, mm -hmm. he's yeah. I give him ninety percent of the time he's buying mm -hmm. on. And that's, that's that's something we should talk about. Yeah. How I I, I remember coming to Canada as excited weather in the early days and especially I find that in Barbados trainers always they tell you what to do they don't even want to hear how you know because you don't dare tell them the horse feels bad or whatever because you might get it don't but back in those days you find guys that are very used to ask your opinion of this horse and what you think you know what I mean I think Coming from Barbados to the bigger 
you know what I mean? To that sort of atmosphere was, was foreign to me at the time. How's it now for you? I mean, you think trainers lean on you a bit to, to get those important um, me? answers? Yeah. Oh, yeah, well, um, my, my trainer will put me on some horses that I don't get on all the time. If there's a question of, you know, with, she wants to know pretty much where the horses needs help. Mm -hmm. not not taken away from any from the other riders there mm -hmm. because they do the we, we all we have a good core group and and uh we all do our job and we all like to see each other win races but i have a, i have more years under me than right yeah and, so she'll, I'll, right now. she'll she'll lean on me to see if the horse if she like if the horse is real sore if it's just stiff or if it if to, if we need to if we can drive on and just keep yeah. going and the yeah. Horse is fine. yeah yeah so yeah she she uses me for with that opinion type for more stuff. yeah my opinion on on how how screwed up how messed up the horse might be or if we're okay or so i it, it's she yeah so my opinion is I who do you work for tyler for, uh i work for josie carroll okay good say hi to josie for me man every morning i haven't seen josie in ages with yeah. leroy yeah no he does a good yeah. he does a good, very good job of pinpointing things and i mean Every barn needs one or two of those type of guys. It's just like a groom, you know. You need that. It, it goes and it goes all around. And it's somebody, you know, a, a hot walker, you know, you got a hot walker that's gonna walk horse around the barn after he's finished um, working and hear the horse cough a, cough a couple of times and never mention it once. And then you got the guy that hear that horse cough a couple of times and make sure he's bang on with yeah. it. Or yeah. you know I me, mean? the horse made a bad step when he first bring it out the stall after it just came out of work or something and mentions it. So mm -hmm. you know, and then you walk your way, work your way up. The groom that goes in there and does that horse up and hey, you know what? Hey, this doesn't look right. Mm -hmm. Come check this. Then you got the yeah. exercise rider that's gonna go to the horse and come back and says, Hey boss, you better look at something here. I'm I'm feeling something that you don't I that I don't mm -hmm. like. The other day, you know, I mentioned uh, the young lady come back and it says, you know, this horse is throwing its head. Tyler's pretty good at that, too. I tried mm -hmm. to get my hand in the horse's mouth. Couldn't get your hand in the horse's mouth. It's mm -hmm. SI and, and, and through his jaws and everything were yeah. locked completely on one side. And wow. by, just by releasing that, it, you know what I mean? It made a big difference the next day. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? You got the exercise right. I got those nice hands that's going to come out. You better check this horse's teeth. You know what I mean? You check the horse's mm -hmm. teeth. Probably got a loose cap in there, and that bit is hitting on it or something. Yeah. Or back in the back, he's he, he's got some sharp edges in his disc grinding down on the inside. Mm -hmm. All those little things that counts. It, it's a big circle that goes all the way around. So some of those grooms that you got coming and just wants to just do the half-assed job. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? The half-assed job and just get the paycheck and get out of there. Then you've got the guy that pays attention to details. And then you know what I mean? Some ah, guys, oh, there it is. You know, pay attention to details, and, that, and that's that's key. And I'm I mean, it, it goes all the way around. And like I mentioned before, a guy want me to say, oh, "I'm a good exerciser right now. I'm a good groom. Be a good horseman. Mm -hmm. Be a wrong good horseman. Correct. Good communicate with that groom. You know what I mean? I mean, the rider when he gets in, he brings the wrong equipment to your horse to put a bit. In. Some guys just, oh, this is what he brings, so this is what I'm putting on. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, the horse goes in a ring bit or a rubber ring bit or a cage bit or something, and the rider just brings something and they just throw it on. And then when the rider mm -hmm. goes over here and come back, oh, this horse didn't go well. Well, yeah, it's the reason why it didn't go well. You know, when I was training in Canada, I had a bit for every every single thing, man. You just had 
I just acquired bits. <laughs> well, but it, again, it, it, the comfort of the horse, the comfort of the rider, you yeah. want the rider to go there and do the right thing. You want your horse to go there and feel the right way. And you know I me, mean? all these things adds up. Like I saw when Kevin Attard, I stood by his barn one day and 10 horses came out and every one of those horses came out. He gave every one of those riders a different instruction. He might send two to the, to the sun ring. He might send some to the training track. He might send some to the, to the field. He might send some to the main track. Mm-hmm. So he he's doing all the right things and the results is showing because he's not training all of his horses one yeah, place yeah. or one way. Yeah, correct. You know what I mean? So you this is what talking about, about horsemanship. You know what I mean? And especially you got a place like Woodman that have the facilities yes. offer. Yes. yes. Offer. You know John, I mean? John, you say you can't do that, but then there's people that do the same thing being, uh, uh, every day. Boom, 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 boom. And and we hit this, you know, and they win. Yeah. But it's just, it's... it's. It, but what does that tell you, Tyler? It's the horse. It, it, a, a, <laughs> a good horse is deadly in anyone's great, hands. Great horses. Great, great, great horses. A, a, we, saw, we saw two great horses win at Woodbine there from you know, the other day, uh, you know, we in two big races and the right. way they did it. The, the, I'll give the, the mile horse is a great horse. The two year old beat up on some mediocre. Yeah, but it's just, I, I but totally, it I'm not, dis, I'm, not disputing, yeah. I'm not disputing that. It's just the way the horses come about <laughs> and do it. You know what yeah. I mean? But and, I tell, tell you, honest to God, truthfully, Roy, those European horses are the worst things to saddle out of anything. They're bad, bad in the paddock. They, they don't stand or bad to death. They push, they, and, they, is that the the different scenery with all the people around or but i figure you you know you hear european horses go out and train for an hour and walk and do this and Mm. they are terrible to saddle terrible rude 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 if there's one one hitch and that's it you know what i mean but Mm -hmm. yet still when those gates fly and the last six thing of a mile yeah (laughs) you know what i mean started for them yeah, you know, you know, the race just started at the 16th pole. Is what like, do you guys what? think is the reason for that? Is it the, the, the style of training to get over there, or just the best, better horses? I, I, I is it more what, of a city life, like I too much city around it? Where they wait over there? Do they saddle in in uh, like boxes like we do, or do they just saddle outside? I I, I think outside. I That's I why. And I think well, it's sure, just sorry you've been to England and those places. You gotta be able to tell us a little bit. What happened? No, I, I I didn't really write in England as such. I didn't really but you've been there though, you've been to the races, you've been to Australia, Sim- that was a lot of similarities. Yeah. You sure you went down there to write or you went on this you were looking at the girls. Yeah, exactly. You went down there. <laughs> Lord. 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 You're you're attacking me. Well, well, <laughs> we're in North America, we can speak about the North American <laughs> things. You've been to You've been to you've been to Australia, you know. You've been to those places, so teach us a little bit, would you? Yeah, but the thing about it is, like, I don't know much about England to tell you the truth, but because at that stage of my life, I wasn't feeling England. I thought England was too stuffy. Okay, all right. Even I know, I Japan, Japan, they born there. Japan, they saddle things like we do. Uh huh. But I they put. Are, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. But they put the horses on cross ties and saddle. Oh. It sounded like bombs going off. The horses kicking, the, the stalls were wood. Mm-hmm. And pow, 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 pow. When I went there with Rahi with the horse Slade Road. Yes, yes. The pow, 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 pow. And he was a pretty sensible horse. He lost yes. it in the in the in the saddling ring. Wow. <clears throat> we had to do end up do him on the walk. It was it was wild. All right. Well, I tell you something here. No, with that I think that answers your question then. 
because horses are creatures of habit. And as you change a horse from from their environment of doing things, as you you said he's a sensible horse and yeah. he just moved from being sensible to being crazy just but yeah, because well, of that. It was it was just the noise. It was like yeah. gunshots. Pow, because our yeah. horses were kicking the wood, right? And pow, pow. Don't you guys like they and they just let them do it. No, I, I think I think I think it's a it's a big thing when you got horses, especially those European horses do so much traveling, man. And yeah. you're taking them from trap to trap to trap, different everything. I mean, even coming to Canada is a little more different than um in North America as such, because look our turf is on the outside and I mean, closer to people, but it might be more to their liking too, because that's how it is in Europe. Well, and it's so. the time of year that they come here. They come here when the turf is a little softer, it's a little cooler, and we got that long stretch. Well, and and, and they're accustomed to to that, you know. Yeah, the softer. Even the they come in to feel like like they're at home, right? You think yeah, they're yeah. home. Yeah. But I'm talking about now the atmosphere might be different in in southern area. It might be Must different. Be. But something, but I know I don't know about England, but in Japan you go to an area and saddle first, mm-hmm. and then you have to walk back under the grandstand to get to the parade ring. Mm-hmm. You you leave the you leave your barn like two hours before the race because you got to go. Yeah, you got to go to the saddling area first. They weigh your horse, they check his shoes, they saddle him. Then you got to walk another, you know, half mile under the tunnel of the grandstand to the to the. It's about a completely different thing, man. That, that's the same thing you're talking about. Everywhere they're going to, and you're asking a horse to change his, his, you know, I mean, what he's accustomed to every yeah. time. And I think you go off and get them horses. But the, the one thing I will say when you're in the parade ring, you could hear a pin drop, not mm. a noise. People just stand up <coughs> and don't say a word, no cheering. Mm-hmm. Well, but we, when when the horses hit the track now, then they start clapping and singing. <laughs> like Blade's horse, Rahi wheeled on him and he just bit his tongue and his eyes were wide open and Slade's looking at me and I, I, I'm looking at Slade and I run and grabbed him and we got him jogging and sent them off his way. <laughs> it was so time. would you say that that outcome of that race was affected because of the surroundings that the horse was mm-hmm. familiar with? No, uh, I think uh, my personal opinion is he broke on top and he he was told to take back and he should have just broke on top because they don't break fast over there. He was ha- he broke like half a length in front of everybody. Mm-hmm. And they took him back to eighth and he stayed eighth. So they should have let him. Let him run. Don't take yeah, yeah he was 40 to one anyway. He broke on top, but he likes to be close. <coughs> let him go. He broke, took him back to eighth and stayed eighth. He never got passed, never passed the horse. <clears throat> Sometimes you get out there, they leave you alone, like like, because they think you're gonna come back. And he, and he was a he was a stayer, right? Like he wasn't he wasn't sprint, but he would stay. I think he, he I think he could have finished in the top four if they let him let him run. So and, if that you, one... if, and if you ask Slade, he'll tell you he should have let him go. But that was a job listening to the trainer or. I was there was a conversation I had by by the the higher powers it had nothing to do with me so <laughs> I, I'm not saying who did what just because it's but I just it's a conversation they had and that's what they chose to do and uh 16th of a mile out of the gate I said to the groom I said we're we're done 
<laughs> well, we've said, it, we've said it so many times, you know, me horses, you know, trainers can cause jockeys to lose races and we can hear all kinds of stories. Uh, in the I, 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 you see, do we have any, um, any things in the, in the chat there? Everybody quiet tonight. We had one person. I see, see somebody saying some great things on, on, on YouTube. Carmichael? Yeah. They made a few comments and it was, <laughs> um, I didn't know where they were going, but they said that's disgraceful. The governor of Barbados and the Barbados Turf Club should be doing more about this issue. So I didn't know what they were talking about at first, so I was a little charity. hesitant. The horse I think that's about. where they were talking about the horses walking to the beach on the a beach. morning oh, as okay. well. Okay. Oh. They said horse racing in Barbados is a big tourist attraction, a regularly told by people here in the U.S. how much they enjoy racing when visiting Barbados. But you know why that's And then so. the person said they meant to say above I spoke to many people here in the USA who enjoys going to the races while on vacation in Barbados. And they continue to say, guys, your journey show is really enjoyable. Can't wait to see Kenrick on your next show. All right. And the issue they were talking about is the horses going to the beach oh, okay. and the drivers who yes. show no respect for their safety. Yes. Correct. Correct. So Thank I'm you glad you brought that up because there was a chain of Four, yes. like five comments yes. that I was like, no, I needed that to play itself out because I didn't know what they were talking about at first. But I tell you something though, people love racing at the garrison because they're so you know, you know, in the world you get so close to a horse, you can hear the the the, the hooves like in your in your soul. You know what I mean? You know, and then they go around that corner here, pink corner. No, you can't believe they're gonna go around there together you, and that kind it, of stuff. It, it, it's not just the hooves. You can feel, you can feel the rumble. You can yes. hear you can hear yes. the speed. Like it sounds weird, but you can hear the speed of them going. <laughs> you hear the, you hear the speed of them going by. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So it's a different it's a different vibe for people, man. People coming in awe, oh, the shock. You know what I mean? Wow. You know? I can I can remember the last race I rode. They returned for home coming down the lane, and I'm I'm on outside of two horses. Mm -hmm. And I and I'm grinding, and there's a dude standing right there next to me, just standing there. <laughs> what is he doing? <laughs> Good old fun days, eh? My man standing right there, and I'm like, okay, where you are? The old fun days, stand up on the rail in the in the paddock, Ben. Yes. You yes. know, those good old fun days. They're nothing well, like I, that. I've been a racer before when people ran just in, just in cross. Horses and it's crazy, man. I mean, especially when you see in the early days of the Gold Cup, yeah. When, yeah, when like that was 82, I was still a young apprentice then. But you used to get people so much people coming to the races and they, they, they don't know when the race starts, and all of a sudden you're in the pilot bend, and the man is just like five <laughs> feet ahead of you, you know, yeah. like in between horses and that kind of. It's crazy, back but you used to see the video of like, go up the the gate fly, the gate fly, and then you see all the people once they break, all the people are running to get to the finish line. Yeah. <laughs> Horses are running, yeah. people are running. It was, yeah, those are no, good. But, good World Cups, I, but when you really look at it, though, it's, it's yes, people will enjoy races in Barbados. 
the the whole excitement. I mean, I'm, we are lucky that we have a guy like um, um, Kenneth Ramsey who he's making. You know, I mean, he, he does, trainers don't really. You know, he telling his trainers we're going to Barbados. You know what I mean? That's it. You know, there, we need more of those type of guys like him. You know what I mean? Because most of the time, if you leave it to trainers, trainers don't gonna come. Barbados. I mean, no, but that's why you have to have like what I you get. have owners who want to do it. Well, yeah. I have to go and I'm going to talk to Julie Bell uh, tomorrow, hopefully. Mm -hmm. uh, the sales and you need uh, the sorry the state coordinator and you need somebody going after those horses, going yes. to say hey, yes. calling the owner and say we would like your horse to come running. Our One thing I could tell you about Julie Bell. I remember back in the day, going to her office and seeing her making those calls to those people in Europe. Yeah, get those big horses to come to the Canadian International and the Most, look. Mile and that kind of stuff. And I, I didn't realize that she had to hustle like that. You know you what I mean? You call an owner of, of say, uh, not Sappy. Let's use um, a medium to give me a medium to high trainer in the states. Uh, let's say let's use a name, Sir whatever. Okay, not let's use his name. <coughs> you talk to one of his mediocre owners that has a an allowance horse. Yeah, and say, hey, we have a two, we have a hundred thousand dollar U.S. race here, mm -hmm. going a mile and an eighth on the turf, and we'll we would like to invite your horse. Mm -hmm. That owner guarantee has never heard of the Gold Cup. Yeah, yeah. But you need someone to put that thought in their head. Yeah, all right, right. And that, and you might, you might ask twenty people, and eighteen say no, but two yeah, that but say yes make the race I, good. I really feel you gotta have a connection to Barbados too. You gotta have um, that kind of. I mean, you gotta have, you got to experience Every, it also. But if you, you come down as an owner, you're gonna experience it on the best level. Yeah, you gotta experience it. You're gonna be, you know, the talk of the town. Look, all the American yeah. owners, American yeah. horses here. They right, yeah, it's be great right. for you. Correct. But like I say, it's just a matter of attacking the right horses. For for the first one, it's not you know, attack the fifty thousand dollar claimers, the the you know low allowance horses. The strategy would be to see who Kenneth Ramsey knows, a few connections, and tackle it that way. Say, well, mm -hmm. there might be people that will get competitive with Mr. Yeah, Ramsey, and say, might. well, let's get yeah. five of these people. Yeah. And go and ask five of his friends, or not maybe not even friends, but which horses have been a challenge to him in the past, or which are the horses he's thinking but of bringing I, here, I, I and think go and see wh which horses have raced against those horses. Yeah, I, he's I already still, got one or two picked out already, don't they? Yeah, he has two. I still feel that we have to like sell this race more as, especially could you know a lot of people in North America. At that time, you know, I go to Gulfstream or California and uh, really the other place where it's warm, Texas, right? Lone Star, I think it yeah. is. Well, right? Florida. So the places that people go. But I think we got we got to sell the places as uh, somewhere where they could come, relax for the, a week or two, play some golf, do some fishing. But that's it. You got to. And the, the end of it is going to be. Trying to win this Gold Cup race, you know what I mean? So as a lead up, I, I I think back in the day, the Cotswold Gold Cup was such 
well promoted race. It, yeah, it was like a, it was like a holiday. It was like a festival. Yes, I mean they had something every every the last couple days coming up to the Gold Cup. There's something to do. Yeah, you know what I mean. And it was always big. The guy called Roger Perkins, man, he was a genius. Mm -hmm. He had the Gold Cup on a different. You know what I mean? Thirty thousand people used to come to that. You know, but. I think you got there's still you gotta start hyping it up a little more man you gotta and we 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 we, we, we all in all we're trying to do that we'll help we'll help we'll help but you know once everybody knows it's on now people are going to be looking at you know trying to find horses and all that which is good you know what i mean mm -hmm. and and know how many the the one horse that win the gold cup um pierce's horse wasn't he a claim from Gulfstream? yeah Dorset, Dor Dor yeah. Dorset, he was a claim from Godstream. And what there were, were Trinidadian guys that had owned that horse? Yes. Are they still in the game or no? Yes, it's still in the yeah, game. Yeah, I think they are. Yeah, there I you go. Big time, huh? Yeah. There you go. So now it's it's giving somebody incentive now to do something, but to now it's knowing that it's but a Leroy, Leroy, the, the, the row people for Kevin Attard, they're not island men? Yeah, yeah they're, they're Trinidadians, right? Well, they, they got, you're going to tell me what they don't have a horse that, that could go there? Oh, there you go. So, it's you know just what I mean? Start doing yeah. stuff. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, you know, you got to just get, get the interest in it, right? So, but again, okay. now it's, it was just advertised that there, it's going to be back now. So, you know. Yeah, now you got to start picking on, get yeah. it. Like I said, the yeah. trainer ain't. We got I, October, November, December, January, February. We, we got almost six, and, six months now, right? Mm -hmm. Well, look at a suggestion from our girl Haley. Great show. Good night. And yes, the return of the Gold Cup. Maybe we could get a few past winners of the Gold Cup. Rico Walcott, Jalon Samuel, Rashid Hughes. So this goes on onto the show mm -hmm. to talk about those memories. Mm -hmm. that's, Leading that's up to it in January, February. Guys, that yeah. would be great. Some I mean, great. We can, start, we can start from now because yeah. we're, we're, we're getting aggressive in yeah. pushing. Well, that's it. Well, that's the whole thing. Yeah. But first of all, yes, we're talking jockeys, but we need the horses, right? Yeah. Correct. Yeah. 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 I think the horses going to come, though. I think no, the they will come, come, but I'm again promoting, promoting it. And then you guys said it only was advertised, what, two days ago or something like yeah. that? Who, two, three the, days. Who's the sponsor? Sandy Lane, Sandy Lane. I believe, well, are coming back right, again. Why don't you all get on Sandy Lane and see if they want to sponsor a piece of this show? We can advertise it up for them. Well, well, um, I've been working on that because we had one there. We, we had, we had, we had their trainer who won the Derby. Edward Walcott. Walcott. Okay. So, I mean, we did a good job presenting him on our show. Oh, his owners are Sandy Lane's people? Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. And, and we are hoping that, you know, it we can get a little closer and speak to more people and, you know, well, but. These big owners, you just don't go and talk to these guys like that, man. You gotta well, you build your work your way up. You your father is Sir West Hall. They should be coming and talk to you. <laughs> well, I don't work like that. <laughs> <laughs> but look at this, guys. Grandy like Bino. Hey, guys. Good night. These shows are becoming very addictive. Great uh -oh. work. Keep it up. Uh oh. <laughs> We're like drugs now. No, no. But this one's for you, Tyler. One of my. And then we hung tree men. Okay. All right. Okay. The real birds. He's the original real birds. Yes. Original. But you know, you're Winston. I mean, 
they yeah. retired. He doesn't groom horses anymore, but he still he still come up there. But I've been swimming my horses recently, so I haven't haven't had chance to go and chit chat with the guy for a while. I'm I'm, okay. I'm kind of I might not be welcome back in the group when I, <laughs> when I get back to training. <laughs> I just said man. to Tyler, I just said to Tyler, this next one is for him and he cut off. It looks like he ran out of battery. So I'm going to have to hold this next comment for him. But Granny Bino also said horse racing is the greatest sport in the world. As far as I'm concerned, mm -hmm. I stopped grooving, grooming over 30 years ago and I still can't stay, stay away from the horses. <laughs> yeah, they're addicted. They're addicted. You know what? When it came back to Barbados, I didn't plan to car on horses either, you know? Because I knew what I was getting into here. I didn't ever go along people around here, and I knew that it was just wasting my time. Yes, it proved me right still, but you still gotta keep sharp. You still have to. It's something I love. Um, yeah, you just never know. Right? Yeah, it's still something I I have to. As I said, you gotta keep sharp at your skills that you have. You don't want to lose them skills. Because you never know what happened down the road. You understand? It's important. It's important. But I will always keep my, I, I say, I'll keep my knife sharp, print. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm never behind when it comes to the department of, you know what I mean, doing things with horses. I always, so even if I go over here talking my mouth off or working with my lasers on them, that's my path that I. I well, Sean, I got some good news for you now. Oh, dear me. Some very good news. You're always welcome in the group. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, sure. You haven't been kicked out, Sean. You're okay. You're okay. Thanks, You're not Grant kicked out yet. Grant Thank you, boss. I, yeah. I had my heart skipping some beats. I'm happy. <laughs> I thought you said you wanted to keep your knife sharp, so I had to present yes, it with the yes. right. But right they're my way. guys, though. They're my guys, man. We have a good time out there, man. Sometimes I go there and talk with them fellas, man, for hours, man. It's, it's, it's a lot of fun. I mean, that's a good thing about this business. You, you know, you get to meet these guys and we chat about all kinds of stuff, you know? So talk I think about our, our next show should be the Railbirds. Yeah. I like that birds. term. Yeah. yeah. Railbirds. Talking about you that, Leroy? you guys had your last race day, right? Mm-hmm. I know that you guys were advertising that the entries were free and stuff like that. How did that go? It wasn't that big a crowd still. Oh. It wasn't a huge, huge, I think, you would have expected. But. Yeah, but I think, I think this is not, this is a bigger problem than, than the talk of things. I think this, this, I think it might be a worldwide problem, man. Because even at Woodbine, they don't think the crowds are what they used to be. No, they're, they're not. They're not. But the betting is still there, you know what I mean? Because we yeah, have the... Yeah, but people the, are betting. Yeah. Doing other, doing other things to bet now. They're online and that kind of stuff. Yeah. Right? But, I mean, you can sit down and do your handicapping that piece at home yeah. and nobody in your ears yeah. and stuff like that and be able to, you know what I mean? So, I don't know. I don't know if that's what's happening here in Barbados now. I don't know but, if people sent to COVID, people just kind of... Wait, what? My phone day. And Brad said he had one for me, so I, I had to come back. Here. I had to come back, Tyler. Man. Where is he? He's in the kitchen. He's in the kitchen. I'm in the kitchen. I mean, I'm all over. This is my third scenery change. In, in <laughs> what do you got? What do you got for him, Brad? Well, 
Kerry Sherlin wants to say good night, Tyler. And what year to what year did you ride in Barbados? Oh, it wasn't to what year. I just I came down one uh one winter, and it for or it was like I forget the date. I think it was it was Gold Cup day, I believe, and I, I picked up two rides that day for okay. uh, Mr. John Chandler. Right. And the same Kerry Sherlin is also saying the Smiths can bring a horse or two for the Gold Cup to keep things interesting. Do you think the hurricane will blow through, Sean? <laughs> you think they will push that? The Derby winner, the Triple Crown winner, do you think they will push it to... Speaking, speaking to... to um, Edward? Edward. Edward. Edward seems going to take his time and yeah, keep him in his that. class. He yeah, he's going to keep him in his class. Which is smart. Which is smart. And if 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 he does tackle the imported horses, I think it'll be when he's a four. Well, following he's year. Four, he's going to be a five year. When he's five. Because okay. mm -hmm. he'll be four, four next year. year. For next yeah. year, but he will be four. Yes, for next year he'll be four. I think you challenge him when he's five. I think what he would do is kill these horses around here with um in the those classic, races, these uh, all yeah. those all those money races mm -hmm. they have for. Yeah. Barbadian horses, yeah, breeders races and that kind of stuff. He win all those, and then when get the, that confidence of you know winning is a habit, you know, yeah. what I mean, he might just jump up and run run a crazy race because it's not it's not unheard of for our good Creoles to win these type of races. It's a talisman, like Rico and those are horses done yeah. it already. You know? You're managing your horse. A good horse properly is important yeah. too. You know what I mean. And he seems important. to be his his head is on in in that regard. So, mm -hmm. yeah, well, I ain't gonna stand up for the rest of the show. So I'm gonna no, say no, 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 no. Well, hey, you know it's we we're on three hours now too, so we can turn. You know, let's wrap it up too, guys. Yes. You know, yeah. let's do that. Let's wrap it yes. up. You know yes. what I mean. It's been a pleasure, and it's been a good night. And yes, Brad, go ahead. We You're are first. out. No, not yet, Tyler. We want to thank all of our sponsors. You're we looking, you're looking you, at Tyler. You're a slap to wear out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those no, slaps are ready to wake people up, guys. Tyler, you're coming in. You see me? I hit. No, I, I said, give it a tap. That's that's to get the adrenaline flowing. Yeah. I learned that from my coach Andrew Calder when he's working with those big weightlifters. He give them a slap behind, right behind the head. A party wow. dice, man. Uh, that wakes you up, man. That gets yeah. the brain thinking what's supposed to do. <laughs> right. Leroy, go and slap a couple of your jocks around the head tomorrow. Mm -hmm. I don't think that'll work. <laughs> I'm slapping nobody. Yeah, <laughs> man, it works. <laughs> you see, you guys are wimps. That's why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're yeah. kind of wimpy. Yeah. And you're a big we guy. You could be wimpy. If yeah. you came and yeah. slap me, I would just take it. I would say, okay. No, 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 no. no. I would Leroy. That's a challenge, Sean. You know, give me a challenge, Sean. Wait until I see you next. You got three slaps coming away. That's no problem. It might it might wake me up, man. Sometimes I get a little sleepy on the show and get a little, you know, brain fog, you know. But good night. Everybody's saying good night, so we want to wrap it up here now. Let's wrap it up. But right, thanks, Tyler, thank for coming on and sticking in help with us from the beginning. Have a good one. And, um, Perfect. Good night. God bless. Bye -bye. Leroy, night. Sean. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Once again, thank our sponsors, the Barbados Turf Club, horse racing at the Garrison Savannah, yeah. mpequine.com, McKee Pownell Equine Services in Ontario, 
Um, there are three locations in Schaumburg. Sean, you're about to say something. So are, are they having a competition again? Well, they did not have any winners this week, but they will be um, having their contest this upcoming week yes. where we want all of our people to submit their email addresses. Yeah. Um, it's, not we got it do, here. it's not that hard to do to submit. It, it, and it's not that you're buying anything. You're getting some free service, man. We so, actually... We want people to win a prize for their horse, yeah. right? I mean, large. All they need to do listen, is go this to this address. Year, this is September. All those horses are beginning to feel the wear and tear of racing. They're hurting a bit. And all we want to do is give you guys a little ease in the dollars. You got to win a prize. So all my friends out there listening, man, put in your name, drop your name in your hat. Let's roll, man. I've heard Thank some great price. things happening from Leroy. Your choice. And we got our hats. We got our hats and our t-shirts coming soon. You know yes. what I mean? We'll be putting the price on them and advertising them. Yes. To correct. get some sales, to get some sponsorship for the show so we can get bigger and better. Yes. So, you know. Absolutely. All yeah. right. And the Barbados Tourism Marketing Inc. Yes. Inviting all of our listeners to come and visit Barbados. Barbados. And Sean Hall and Brett Callahan. Yes. And Leroy, you could come too because it's getting cold up there. Yeah. Think you might need a trip. Yeah, <laughs> you can be here in March. I, I can see it. I can see it yeah. on your face right now. You, I can see that look you're giving me of disgust. First week of March. Disgust because I'm hot and sweating right now. Uh. <laughs> Definitely going to plan that out. Yeah. Yeah, put that disgust look off your face. Yeah, yeah. Put a scary smile. Yeah, yeah, I can see I'm always happy down here. Are yeah, you, I see that. Yeah. Yeah, 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 you know, yeah, like yeah. Shit things going on in my life. They, they can't stop me from yeah, cracking a good. smile. Yeah, that's a good thing. Yeah. Good good attitude to have. Oh, yeah. Good, that's how I roll, good, boss. Good attitude to have, you know. So. We want to thank, shout out and thank Dylan Davis again yes. for joining our show. And great to let show, everyone man. know, Thanks, Leroy, who's coming up next? We've got the great. Kenrick Kamush. Yes. Oh, that's going to yep. be exciting next yes. week. Yeah. That's Wednesday, the 28th of September, 7 p.m. Check us yeah, out on YouTube, know. Facebook. I don't know if everybody knows who this guy is. No. But he's, he, he's one of very few black American jockeys who are riding in this generation right now. Yeah. Even his that's first 3,500 races. So it isn't that like he's just black and just getting one or two races. He's He's been in thousands of races, man. He even he his first Aqueduct meet on last year too, right? Hmm. Yeah, his first title he won. He went yes. in his first Derby. You know, he's doing some great things. Yes. When he came yeah. to Toronto in the last couple of weeks, did he do no, any good? No, of course, didn't do no good. No. No good. Okay. But hey. we'll look but, forward to speaking to him and asking but, him all the questions. We want everyone to get their questions ready. Yeah, but Leroy, Leroy made bonding with him, though. I can see you got pictures. You got yeah. Are you a friend now, Leroy? I was. Uh, I knew him from a while ago. Like when I met him with at Golf Street. I'm, I'm at Palm Meadows when I work for Reed as assistant trainer for okay. Reed. You know, and yes. I follow him on Twitter because he does a lot of great things. He just doesn't not just a great writer. He's he, he's a great person that he does. Um, food things for um for poor people and stuff like that with his wife you know what i mean yeah. and soup and all that stuff he yeah. does a lot of great things you know what i mean so 
he's a wonderful camp person he, he, and the fans he looks out for the kids a lot at the races signing right. goggles and stuff for them and yeah. i even got a pair of goggles signed for my son also and wow. um, he also signed his beaches that he wrote in and give it to micah also wow. you know what i mean so he he really he's great you know got a big heart good personality always, yeah very great person that's a wonderful way of putting it right he always a smile on his face you know what i mean and he, he grew up a little tough but he ended up doing a lot of great things for himself and his brother was a jock also mm. you know so. right great man you yeah. have a great well, people week after week hit after yeah. hit yes after hit yes wow you know so brilliant well all right all of our listeners and viewers right. out there know they can download and watch and listen in and we look forward to seeing you all next subscribe also. wednesday subscribe, man. Subscribe. like and subscribe like, like and subscribe, like and subscribe to the youtube and facebook channels yeah yeah don't forget that all right guys all, all right. right thanks daryl